Hi, I'm Chris Claremont. You're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics and hopefully reading one of mine. So good. That was compact. That was like uh, oh, right? a little. It was a Prius. It was a Prius, you know. A lot of like it was like an iron fist punch. A lot of cheese built up for that. I think cheese is the original. Yeah. Yeah. And his purpose is on white. That's good. Wait, you're white? Felix. Did you? That hasn't rubbed off yet. Wait. Yeah, we've been married for over a decade. You're uh, black by injection. No, she's Jewish by injection. I'm, uh, I guess that's it. But sometimes she does the other way, you know, it's like Deadpool. You know, that it, oh yeah, that's true. That's little pegging. Oh. Is that fucking good? Yeah, imagine if it saw it. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Okay, you carve some time off for me. I'll go see. Oh yeah. Oh, now Seriously. it's on me. How many? How many back issues of Fangoria have you read last two? I don't have to read them again because I read them all once. <laughs> I've seen Deadpool yet once. I parted By the way, Dap goes in the movies like three times a year, and he's seen Deadpool three times in the theater. <laughs> All right, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> That's true. That is. That's true. I think we're going to see Civil War for Renee's birthday, and then oh. I don't I don't know what else is like coming out this year. I don't know if we'll see. I'll probably see Apocalypse with Dominion. You're not going to see uh, and I'm not being. Funny, oh, you're not going to see Batman vs Superman. I don't. I am. I'm actually interested I'm, to see I this. Might see I, 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 it's grown on me. The last yeah. trailer grew on me. I'm. I'm. Like I, I still think because it's Zack Snyder, it's going to be a train wreck. But yes, I'm interested to see it. Yeah, it's, it's a train wreck that I can't really look away from. I mean, I, mm-hmm. after seeing, it's they're keeping it on the sly. I'm sorry, no, they're not. No, they're keeping it on the sly. They're not screaming it in the trailers. But I will bet my life that there are parademons in this movie, and where there's uh, parademons, I think there's there parademons in one of the trailers. Yeah. They just look like bugs, though. Oh, yeah. well. Yeah. So it could go so, either so way. Neil but Adams did the storyboards. No, we're going to get there. Stop. So are we going to um, all bail on the C2E2 EOC get-together Friday night so we can all cuddle in uh, in our rental Airbnb and watch Daredevil? Yes. What are you talking about? <laughs> Daredevil premieres that Friday. I mean, all of us. Everything, there's People have not been confirmed yet. Who? I think you were the only one who wasn't. <laughs> Hey everybody, 11 o'clock comics episode 410. Wow. And I need this because I'm Vince B. You do need this and you are Vince B. And I am David A. Price. Indeed you are. And I am the world's best bartender because I'm Ted Lang. Oh, <laughs> you're doing the thumbs, right? The fingers? Isaac, baby. There we go. I knew that. You're not Ted Lang. You're Jason Woo. What's up? How's everybody doing this week? We are all excited. Better now. I'm not exaggerating, but but my this is this actual last few minutes has been the best part of my week. Aw. David, see what you did? It's true. It's true. I have that we effect. Always bring life to him. It's very true. Wish it's I like uh it's like uh it's like the fountain of youth. Youth. <laughs> it's like it's like Raisha Ghoul, like I I've been reborn in the Lazarus pit of yes, EOC. Oh boy, bringing it all back home. Yes, sir. Love wow, it's a Neil Adams episode. It is a Neil Adams episode. Oh, and just episode, one, real quick. Julian, I was making a joke about the silliness of faith. Yes. Just I agree with up. you. 
Very much so. I don't even know what the joke was. I didn't even read the Facebooks today for the most part. How do you know that we're talking about Facebook then? Could it be Twitter? <laughs> no, we were talking that about Facebook. Was, that uh, thing I just used as a staging area for my that Facebook. That is true. <laughs> yeah. It's very yeah. true. I liked it better when you posted art like 20 times a day. Well, I'm yeah, going to get back to this. But I guess, get back I guess that was because you didn't have a job. So I guess we, all things being equal in the cosmic world, it's better <laughs> for you not to be. Well, at the last job, I posted art all day. Ah, yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, which is maybe one of the reasons why I don't have yeah, that job. Yeah, see? <laughs> Consequences, actions, all that shit. Yes. Um, and you could uh, get your comics very, very inexpensively. How do you do that? You could steal them. Mm-hmm. Not a good idea. Wow. You're going to get in trouble. You could download them. Again, not a good idea. Where do you get cheap comics? Oh, oh. Uh, the tall one in the back. Discount Comic Book Service. Exactly. Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com, where you, everyone you know, your pets, and some people on other planets can get their books at a fraction of retail. Again, limbo. We don't know what's going to be... um, put up for super duper special discount this month but rest assured those discounts will be both plentiful and wumba yeah deep very deep you get your books get them delivered right to your door just go on your internet browsing device to dcbservice.com that's dcbservice.com order your books month or so, two months, whatever later you get them because it is advanced ordering for those of you who aren't familiar with the diamond system, you order your books in advance, which is why you get them at a discount. Publishers got to know how much to print, yeah. right? So you order them, you get them. There's no fr- nothing, no fear at all with discount comic book service. They're the best. That's why they're our sponsor. Uh, While well, I was home yesterday, I, I dog-eared the latest previews, and then I was like, I was looking to see if... I really wanted this or that. And I was like, well, let me just see what these CBS is selling it for. But like you just said, it's yeah. limbo, not yet. So yeah. hopefully this weekend, I, I, cause I'm, I'm, I'm psyched. I want to actually like get my order in during the first couple weeks of the month instead of the, instead of the last couple hours of the month. Yes. And when we go into the previews, I'll tell you how much I really dislike this new Captain America costume. Yeah. You seem troubled by it. I don't like it. At all. There's nothing about the costume I like. Z- nothing at all. Hmm. But we'll get, we'll get into it. Yeah, you know, do what you gotta do. Let's do a drink roll call. Let's do it. <clears throat> what are you drinking, Vince? What am I drinking? Oh, something just opened. I'll tell you. What, are you doing grape again? Oh, he's pissing first. Gotta, gotta clear it up. No, I'm not, I don't urinate on the radio. Yeah, okay. Like some uncouth savage. <laughs> savage AF. I am drinking. The fucking Cabernet, Cabernet Sauvignon. No you shit. Said I Cabernet. Cabernet. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, that, I did that I myself was, because at the I end, it was fucking yay. big, big jugs of no. fucking Parmesan no, or Rossi. Yeah, Boone's Farm, Boone's Farm, Boone's. Boone's, I love it. No, it's Woodbridge. It seems like that's all we have. Mm. She must have got a deal. Um, well, usually, if you buy a case or like it's Cabernet <laughs> Sauvignon for David. Aww. Yep. I gotta go easy on it because last week. No, last week was awesome, the, bro. No, uh, no dude, last, was, last week the great caught was, up. It was, oh, last week according was to the people, they they is Vince's best episode ever. So loosey goosey, Vince. Oh Jesus! Seriously. All the research I put into this shit, and that was my best episode. That best episode ever. Yeah. What about you, Bill? 
It's a little dry. I, too, am drinking the grape in honor of Vince, because I know he loves the grape so much. Uh, I'm drinking Close de los Siete, oh, house wine. Look at that. It's Flashback Wednesday. Rewind no, last no. week. It's a go-to. No, but it's good. It's A, man. It's yeah. there. It's good. Um, it's a go-to. This is dry. Speaking of Vince and um, and his blend from last week, I am uh, enjoying some Frontera from Chile. And this is uh, a Cabernet Sauvignon and Merlot. Aww. The 85% of Cabernet Sauvignon brings aromas of plums and cacao, giving a good structure. The 15% of Merlot brings aromas of black fruits and silkiness. <laughs> and it is, it's, it's, uh, you know what? You might get in trouble into trouble with this because it 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 does go down rather easy it's it's yeah that was my you, problem you, you look away and it's like oh, i didn't remember finishing the glass but there it is okay i'm I, i'm thinking i'm gonna be drinking the less dry wines more i don't mind this but i drank more of the wine last week which wasn't as dry as this because it was it was Tasty, mm-hmm. but it didn't have that little snapback. I got you. That that the dry one. I mean, I like it. I'm not saying you know it's swill. I like it. All right, let's talk. Anybody have any thank yous before we jump mm. in head first? I oh, do not. I, well, I I mean, I already talked about it when when it was uh, in motion, but I just wanted to say because I received it this week a uh, a special thanks to one of our favorite creators of the web comics. Mm-hmm. Miss Giselle Lagasse for mm-hmm. uh, the Domino Commission that she did for me. I received it this week. Oh, excellent! Yeah, it's very, so very nice. nice. So yes, very, very nice. I have yet to see um, a, a piece from her that I didn't just stop. Very true. And admire, and admire. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're on the Facebooks and you're scrolling, scrolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. When, whenever um, a piece from Ms. Legacy comes up, I stop because it's always fantastic. They see me scroll. Yes, sir. Yep. I'll put her in the show notes again this week. People don't think she's, she's sending us checks, but she's, nah, not. she's not. It's just that she's good. For sure. And you know who else is good? Who else is good? Neil Adams is real oh, good. Oh, we're going right into it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no TV talk, <laughs> no, uh, no lube, just, hey, we're just going to go and, uh. No, we can do a little TV talk. No, that's, well, that's I mean. Are we all caught no, up? I, well, you know who the wild card Jason, is. Jason. Yes. Jason saw the two weeks ago. Oh, um, I don't know if Jason saw last Sunday's Walking Dead. I'm all up on it, y'all. Nice. Good, good, good. Okay. Yeah, I think the, uh, I, I think the, the sonogram has to be, the giveaway, right? No, I don't think it's the sonogram that's the giveaway. Nope. We, why, why don't you? What do you, now what, the giveaway to what? Well, the giveaway to what, um, the character they're going to face does to another character. I think something was said that pretty much sealed the deal. And the character that said it was very important. Expound. Okay. Wait, let's just, yeah, again, let's just do the countdown. Spoilers. Yeah. yeah, very big, huge. If you're not spoilers. caught with Walking Dead, we right. will, Triple. we'll try to do a timestamp. And then, uh, we'll, Vince, as he always does, we'll put a timestamp as to when we're done. <laughs> yeah. Or you Nasty. could just like fast forward 15 minutes. 
Massive swing and dick. Eleven minutes and forty-four seconds. That's when it starts. But but I'll conf- no, I'll confirm it when I do uh, the okay. po- the massive post-production work that I do on this thing. So after Abraham asked Glenn if he was planning on making pancakes when he poured the bisquick, right? We meet a doctor at OBGYN who um, how fortuitous, right? I know. Uh, I'm jumping around a little bit, but basically, Glenn and Maggie uh, have an ultrasound done and and uh, get the little Kodak moment, and the photo is passed around the RV as the group is heading back to Alexandria, so they can prepare to take on Negan, and uh, that is pretty much why it's it's that whole thing about you know it's it's my last day before retirement it's it's you know i i love you and and i'll see you later on after work and it never happened that is that that whole conversation glenn had with with abraham and and then them just sealing the deal on glenn having another reason to live uh and and everybody's you know real happy for this soon to be family that I am not going to be surprised if Negan takes out Glenn. Hmm. I don't, right. I don't think you should be surprised. And I, I totally agree with you, but not for that reason. Um, cause we knew about the baby before that. Well, yeah, that, we knew that, she was yeah, pregnant, but it's, it's right. not now it's actually, it's, it's when you say it out loud. It's when you actually right. see the, el- the ultrasound made it, made it right. real. But when, and this came straight from Maggie's mouth. She said, "There's gonna be a cost to going up against Negan." Yeah, I paraphrase. I, agree. I do. Agree. That yes. is the yes. line yes. that that told me straight out the insidious bastards that cleverly crafted Glenn's "Is he dead? Is he not dead?" escape that pretty much electrified the Facebooks for a better part of like two days, right? Yeah. Um, they're going to play on that and they, they teased it at the, at the fence a couple episodes yep, ago. Yep, yep. And ah ha ha ha, he was saved. They are going to splatter Glenn all across the screen. Unless, unless because they expect us to expect it based on the comic book and, and it's a massive swerve that maybe Maggie loses the baby or she ends up getting killed yes well, well i mean it's still time. it's it's all it's it's all there is absolutely nothing concrete there's 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 no we don't know what's going to happen we were, we're just speculating and and it, they very they could do a million different things to, mm-hmm. to swerve it but um but kirkman is a showrunner and if kirkman has any kind of clout within the decision making process and i'm guessing that he does right he killed him. Uh, he's he not the showrunner, he, though. So, well, you know, well, okay, he's 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 a producer. He's he's, he's yeah. I mean, he's he makes the he's, monies he's and he's a writer, episode, but he's not the showrunner, right? Semantic. And it's not and well, no, it's yeah, not because no, it's because because they have fear of the they walking pay a guy out. to it's actually be like, the boss of the show. I mean, okay, but what if what if Kirkman? You know, I don't. I don't. If, if Kirkman said, "Listen, I I think we should do this," and the producers were like, "Yeah, no, we're going in a different direction," it's not like. Bless they them can. If they did. It, it, it's. 
it's not like Kirkman can take his ball and go home and AMC no longer has a show. They, whatever their contract is, it's not like Kirkman's like, I have to sign off on everything. And, and it, it I doubt that that right. exists. So. Okay. Well, I'm just thinking, um, he did it once. He thought it was a good idea once. Maybe, you know, if he, he'll it's think a it's a good idea. Again. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. He, th- there may be big beats that, that he won't relinquish. I don't it, know. It's, I it's entirely that. possible. It's like, listen, if I, I, I'm letting you guys make this show, if we make it to six seasons, then this has to happen. I don't, we don't know what the, the negotiations were like, but. No, either- I don't know anything about showbiz other than what I see on the screen. Anything that goes on behind the scenes, total mystery to me. Don't care. And, and, okay? and it's, it's, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't scenario because either, exactly. either they're going to kill Glenn and everybody's going to be like, oh, I knew it. Oh, that wasn't surprising at all. Or they're not. And they're going to be like, oh my God, this is nothing like the comic. Why are they doing this? And, and it, it's so I just, I want to see it play out regardless, but it's, it, it's definitely one of those things where, um, you know, I, I may have not, have, I may not have seen Bob's demise coming or Tyrese's. Um, <laughs> I may have wished for T Dogs, but it's not like, no, this is, this is one, and I let me just name all the black dudes on the show, but it, it's definitely one of those things where I, for once in all the years I've been watching the show, uh, that this kind of, was as subtle as a brick being thrown upside your head. I, I just, I don't expect Glenn to make it to season seven. Well, this is I where thought... it gets tricky because you, David, have not read the comic and Vince and I have. Yeah. So I kind of feel here like to the point we're discussing, unless they're going to change what happened in the comic in terms of the major beats, Vince and I know the answer to your, your supposition. Like I, like I, like I know what happens in the comic, and I know that. Yeah, so does David. Do I, do? I know based. I know based on what Vince has said because it was pretty much. Oh, when, Vince, well, that's it for you. Shut well, it's surprise. when it's Vince. That was your. <laughs> that was your. I'm out moment, right? Yeah, that's what. Okay, that I, and and my brother when he when they first got. Oh, the that's terminus, right. That is when you gave it up. I'm sorry. That's right. Yep. And and when uh, when they finally got the terminus and and everybody was um, on that mm-hmm. on, on the assembly line waiting to get whacked. That was the end of the season or mid-season finale. My brother texted me and he's like, well, Glenn gets in, Glenn gets done in by a dude with a bat, right? And I'm like, well, I don't fucking know. But so my brother was expecting it to happen back then. And I wasn't just because of you, Glenn's not going to go out that way. And I mean, I could that my, my mind changed on the top of the dumpster because that was, you know, he had saved that dude before after that dude had already, you know, killed everybody ate Chris. And it, it's just, it's one of those. I, I, I saw Glenn's, um, growth or, but now based on what my brother has told me because of what other people have told him and Vince is bouncing, I, and, and just other little things here and there. I don't know. I don't know the setup. I don't know if, if it was out of the blue. I don't know if, it, I, I don't know what the confrontation was like. I just know that Negan is the reason that Glenn is no longer in the comic. And by the way, um, I have not, we're getting very close to where I am behind on the, the comic as well. I continue to buy the comic in trades and my oldest son is actually up to date. Wow. But I have not read just, actually, you know what, Vince? I think the last trade I read was the same one, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> Maybe the one after. I, I, I read part of like the, they have a battle with, with, with Negan. 
I read that, but I haven't read anything since. And it's now at is least, this? I'm sorry. Well, no, I was going to say it's at least. I think I'm at least three trades behind. The um, the setup with the whole Rick's crew bartering with Gregory and 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 Jesus's people, and then them making a deal to go take out Negan. Is that from the comic book, or is this a completely different sort of? Is, is this a different way to get to that setup? Well, hmm. it's uh, it's not different. It well, no, no. It, it it is different in the way it's executed on the show, but the okay. the major beats are the same. Okay. Um, I think the show does a better job of, uh, like that the ta- the the their base their town is like pretty dope the way that it's designed in the show. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's it's up basically the same. Like the 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 part from a few episodes ago where they blow up the Negan's crew with the RPG and stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's not in the comic, but. That's a cool. Scene. That, that was, was a cool scene. Yeah. By the way, can yeah. we talk about the elephant in the room though? Denise, why wouldn't the two alphas hook up? Nah, I know, dude. It just seems weird after reading the comic all these years. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, who does Rick start well, hooking up with in the comic? Um, I don't know. Who are you talking about? Because I, I stopped. Like I no, said, no, you you know, annoying dead girl. Annoyed. Well, there's plenty of up with the governor in the show. Oh, oh Andrea. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. yeah, Andrea. In the comic, he starts getting with Andrea. Yeah, I like Andrea in the comic. Right, I like her in the saying, show, but too. she's long dead in the show, so he can't do yeah. that. Right. So, right, right. Listen, I mean, I'm I'm glad that 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 Michonne and my man Rick are getting the rocks off, but it was pretty shocking, I have to say. Hmm. I thought it was kind of touching. It, it worked for me, but it it definitely seems like a it it's not a David and Maddie moment, but it's it's definitely like listen, these are the we have a man and a woman and and they're basically Carl is attached to both of them. I, I can see why that this is where the whole television movie storytelling aspect comes into play. It's just like listen, we have we we have these these two people, we have a male and a female. We gotta get them together. And it wasn't it, it's not like there was any Build up to it. It's not like they were they were hacking away at walkers and then looking across each other. And you know, <laughs> it, it's just there was no there was no a couple of weeks where their their hands were brushing against each other when you know they're they're exchanging magazine rounds. It's just it's it was a it was, it was bam it, it was. But it, I appreciated that because in the moment with everything else going on around them. You know, they're tired. It's, it's after the whole Benny Hill scene with, 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 with Daryl and Jesus and then, you know, her dealing with, with Carl and, and, and okay. Speaking of that episode, before it was revealed to be Deanna, I thought it was Sam's brother. I thought it was the one who shot Carl. Oh, okay. And yeah, I did too for a second. Yeah. Because like you said, why didn't Michonne just stab him through the, the chest and not chop his head off. And I'm like, well, right. I, this is why, I mean, it, 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 this is, this is the reason, but you know, so, and and I completely forgot that Deanna just died and nobody, nobody really, nobody took her out and, and, right. but it's, and, 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 you know, her I kind of feel like Carl in the show is depicted a little too nonchalantly. Like, I mean, it's attitude though. But like the dude got, sh- like, 
I guess yeah. it's, it's like we talked about last week. Like in the comic, it's almost ridiculous, like the way the Adlar draws it, because when he gets shot, like half of his face is gone. Yeah, you can and see he straight would be dead because like you can't lose a third of your brain and not live. <laughs> but so I don't mind like the way they depict it physically, but I feel like Carl. You know, we we have to remember that Carl grew up in this world, mm-hmm. and he he really almost isn't. Like, think about what it would be like to grow up in that world, to go through puberty. Like, he's not the same kind of human that the rest of us are. No. Like, he looks at the world and death and, like, in such a different way. And I feel like the show downplays that. Like, like, and and in the comic, and and again, I I won't spoil the shit that's yet to come, but like, he becomes almost like a force of nature. Because he's not, like, he doesn't care about, like, he just doesn't view life and death in the same way that we do like it's, it's no he's very cold in the comics yeah he's almost i mean he's essentially yeah. a sociopath but you can't oh, blame wow. the kid because he grew up in that world right, right. so is, is there an enid in the comic book does he have somebody else to hang out with um oh hold on sorry my kids are fighting one second uh no no uh not in the way that the show is depicting it okay okay yeah the it's I, I played the um the Dick card and mentioned Denise earlier, but it was I, I really like the way I like her interaction with Daryl. The whole thing about, you know, could you well, you know, Tara mentioned it in her sleep and and I want, you know, if you could pick up the soda for it, it'd be great. And then again, with with the whole, you know, I made you a um like a whey protein fucking rice cake thing and, and Daryl's attitude towards her just makes me smile just because it's it's it is it's it's it strikes me as as a real kind of just not real friendship but I, I so denise really has has grown on me recently she was annoying as hell when when uh when when she was forced to be the town doctor but right uh i'm i'm, I'm enjoying her more now in, in the bits and pieces we're getting and it's it was more it's not the first time we've heard music but it was definitely more apparent when uh when Jesus brought him back to his place and um while we were waiting for for Maggie to talk to Gregory and and cuz they don't they don't use we have the theme song in the beginning and that's pretty much it the rest of the episodes are pretty much always music free and and they've only done it a couple of times where cuz I have to check I, I don't know if it's if my phone's making noise or something but I I'm, I'm hearing like this guitar twang or something and and it I don't want to say it's weird when they use it but and and they only use it at, at in certain situations so it it it's kind of fitting but it was it was just a way to kind of maybe ease the mood or just make it change somewhat but I mean that whole the whole scene at 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 the fort was um was pretty funky and and I don't it just seemed weird Homeboy really f- felt like his whole his whole attitude of of being a dick was just felt a little forced. Just I mean, the coming on to Maggie and and I so I mean I don't know anything about this dude, but he just it, Jesus you're talking about? No, 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 um, no. Gregory, the the, the guy oh, in charge. Sorry. Um, it just I mean his his attitude towards Maggie, his his uh, you know forcing the guys you know to to well you know wash up and we'll talk. And just just his whole um. His whole attitude, the way he came off, is just say like it, it, 
it really just, but we don't know. We're in the dark with him as, as just like Rick's group. So, I mean, it's, it's, it works in the sense that, you know, this guy is going to make you feel that way because you don't know anything about him. You don't know where, and then all of a sudden, you know, his, his crew comes back and, and one of them tries to stab him because my brother. And, and it's just, it's, I, I will, one thing, um, I don't think Rosita's long for this world. No, no, which will make, which kind of, which just makes it so much easier for Abraham. It's like, it, it's like, there's no, it doesn't. It, it makes it harder for no, Abraham. No, because if, if Rosita's not in the picture, then he's like, all right, cool. I'm gone. But he came to the realization that Sasha wasn't the one for him. Yeah, I don't know. When he, when he was getting choked, he left the necklace behind. Did he? I missed that. Yeah, yeah. That was the whole point of that scene. He's getting choked and shit, and the, the necklace came from from Rosita. from. Uh, I thought I thought no, she oh, made it because right. it was a brake light. That's right. Sasha didn't make it. Shit. No, but Sasha was acting like, and I completely. I don't think Sasha's lost. <laughs> I, I completely <laughs> forgot that um, when 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 the show when the episode opens and and he, Abraham and Sasha are walking back. In, into the camp. That's right. After they were bonking, she gave him the. I completely right. Yeah, and then, and then she's like, you know, I'm gonna go shower. He's like, all right, I'll be in in a minute. And it, I don't know why. I, for some reason, I completely forgot. I blanked that Abraham is in a relationship, and and yeah, it's hard to well, forget Rosita. But it's just it's one of those things where it's like, well, why doesn't he? I'm, I'm watching the episode, and I'm like. Just ask her out, dude. She's waiting for you to ask her out. And then it's like, and then the next, we, we, we see Rosita talking to him. I'm like, oh, cause the dude's, all right. Yeah. That's why he can't, but it's, yeah. But if, if Rosita is not long for this world, then, uh, then it just, it makes it easy for Abraham well, because it is, worth, then, it is worth noting that, uh, one of the things I've loved about the show as the years have gone on is how it's departed from the show, uh, the, the comic rather. Yeah, um, yeah. But every now and then, like, I feel like they do get right back to center to try and reset things. And I will say that, like, the uh, the scene where the crew follows Jesus to Hilltop, that's straight out of the comic. Like, yeah. like the, the guy coming in, st- stabbing Gregory, like, like that's 100% like pay- scene for scene from the comic. So under that auspice, if... If like if that's if they're kind of getting us back there, then yeah, I mean the next few episodes are going to be hella emotional for people that haven't read the comic. Well, um, Andrew Lincoln said the finale for this season turned his stomach. Yeah. Well, I mean because we know what that's going to be, right? Yeah. And then I'm going to stop watching. Oh, stop! No, no. <laughs> next year we'll have the battle against the saviors. We'll have the war. Yay. Oh, stop. Is, is that, um, for people who have stopped, I will, Vince had a reason, a valid reason for, for, for stop, to stop reading. There if are, you read it, you would stop. Oh, I don't it. doubt it. I don't doubt it. And, and I know that there are other people who just are either tired of the dread or just the, you know, there is no, there is no light at the end of the tunnel, so they kind of stopped just because it was the same thing over and over again. Is is there will viewers of the show feel that way? I mean, I kind of <laughs> think because of the TV show, it's it's they're kind of just based on the way 
shows work and, and the different audience that there kind of has to be some sort of, of, um, if it's half as long and half as grisly as the way it was portrayed in the comic, I, I think you will get people. Oh, wait, it went on, it went on for pages. Yes. Wow. Days. Yeah, it's true. Um, and, and I, I will also say that, uh, I'll, I'll leave the Rosita analysis to y'all, but, um, but, but G- Jesus is, is, uh, just to be clear, a, a major, like he's, I would put him, he's as, he's a main character. Like in the comic, he becomes a main character. Okay. Like he's one of their, their man 50 grand for a long time. I like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I like where it sounds. <laughs> he's a fool. <laughs> All right, enough TV talk. Did we actually read any comments? Yes, yes, we did. Oh, so we're not even talking X Files. Okay, cool. Oh, I haven't watched a single episode. I'm not, I'm not caught up. Get out! You didn't see the last episode. I haven't seen any of the episodes. No, Vince, I can't. Oh. I, he, I, no, I. Oh, we're gonna. I saw that uh, cigarette smoking man exists again. Yeah, <laughs> he smokes through his trach. Yeah, <laughs> That's badass. Fuck cancer. I'm gonna smoke through my trach. Um, David and I. Yeah. Had the the absolute joy to read the same thing this week. Um, uh, written, drawn, inked by one man, visionary, one of the greatest comic book artists of all time. Is that disputable? Oh, wait, 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 wait. It's I'm going to say story as in plot. But he was not. Well, I was going to get there. I was, I was, I was going to get there. Oh, wait. Are we talking about Deadpool number one? No. No. <laughs> Written and drawn by one of the greatest artists. Wait, we are talking about. To about ever Rob? grace the comic book page. Robin Fabian? And, no. I'm talking about Neil Adams. I don't think oh. it's disputable. There's no room for dispute that Neil Adams is one of the greatest comic book oh, artists of all time. Yes. One of. Yes. Mm. Come on. Nah, I'm okay. He's nu- he, he's, he's nutty. He's nutty, but he give him his due. He's one of the um, true legends of the game. Yes, he's he had a little bit of help on the on the writing side by Mr. Tony Bedard. God knows what Tony did. He may have spelled some words correctly for Neil right. or, you know, suggested that placement. maybe, but um Alex Sinclair colored it uh kept it all looking not as hot as parts of um some of Neil's more recent work, the Dark Horse stuff look really hot. I think Alex may have co- colored that too. I don't know. But this is very, very tastefully done. It's not day glow, so that's good. And it is called The Coming of the Superman. One of six. Six, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, it's crazy. It is very, very crazy. It is crazy. My, um, my, my notes, note for, for this episode is wacky. It's, yes. and, and it's, uh, I, <laughs> where do you start? No, it, with I, it's, it's, it is not, um, I don't know if it's one of, the Earths of of the multiverse. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what does this take place, Vince, on the same world as Batman Odyssey. It could very well okay. be. All right. I I, I don't think there's I, a connection, I, but I just I wasn't sure if maybe you know if they're just giving Neil his own sandbox to play in. But 
No, uh, no, this happens on Earth A, and the A is for Adams, yeah, because yeah. he he fashions his own continuity. Odyssey was ridiculous in spots. Well, a lot of spots. But is it in continuity? No, I don't know. Do, well, we, do, we, really, do we really care? No, yeah, it's, it's a Superman story. It, okay. it, it, it can... Um, very well could happen during uh Neil's action comics days. It it's a lot of it feels like feels, I don't know about looks, but to me okay. some of it feels like uh some of that bronze agey stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um I think Lois may have risen to the level of New God because she seems to know everything as it happens. Like, you can be a great newscaster, and you can have a really, really good news team that's, you know, catches things, but Lois and her news team have footage and details of everything in this book immediately as it happens. And it's ridiculous. I mean, Lois is Neil Adams. Lois is telling the story. Which is... Which is fitting for, for the wacky label, because it's... Right. It, it, the uh yeah some of the dialogue is just out there the way the, the, the words some people use just strikes me as as odd i'm not really feeling lois's look she she kind of looks young she's got that that got cute that, little that, 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 that yes yes with, with she got the, the 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 younger younger lady's hairdo but but she's She's got her, she, she's got her grandma's brooch with, with all the way tied up to her neck. It's like, I don't, who would go on You know, TV with Neil Adams, like I just, that could be a lantern battery. You just, never know with Neil Adams. Uh, but, you know, Superman is, um, I, I do like the way he, he draws Clark compared to, to Superman. Um, actually, I guess, I guess the brooch is something that people at the, um, in, in the news, in WGBS, the ladies have to wear it because when, uh, when Jimmy is hanging out with, with, uh, Superman's new friend, there's another woman watching over them and she also has a little, little choker thing going on. Um, it's. Oh, wait, where are you looking? Uh, when they get to Metropolis. Okay. And is it after Lex with the big finger pointing scene? It is. No, it's before. Yeah. It's it's after. It's right after Superman meets Messenger, and he takes the boy to Metropolis. Look at Jimmy. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lady in the back with a brooch yep. on. So that that just must be the uniform for WGBS. <sighs> it's crazy. Uh, it just <sighs> the art is. It, it's not. It's not the Revengers. It's not. Uh, it's, it's, no, it's, God, it's, no. It's not. You know the Kree Scroll War. It's it's new Neil. Uh, that was inked by Rudy Nebris, though. That's true. Yeah, this is all, this is all Neil, um, warts and all. The Superman outfits are, I, I dig the tweaks on some of them. It's, I like the mystery of it. I, we have no idea who these three dudes are. We don't know if, if, no. if they're clones, if they're Kryptonians, if they're from, but, and this is what I was mentioning to you guys on Facebook is that the, I get it. It's Neil. It's like, listen, just do a story. We'll, we'll publish it. But it just, it, the timing, the, the whole, sometimes when publishers decide to publish things, it's like they don't know what, what other stories are also coming out. And, and we have Dark Knight 3 with, with the Kandorians and, and, and a whole bunch of little Superman that have been 
brought back to full size happening over there. And here's a, a Neil Adams one-off story told in six parts that is also of, um, superpowered probably Kryptonians. It is just, it's, it's kind of a lot of the same thing, too much of the same thing all at the same time. And, and I, I don't, I don't think one's going to overshadow the other, but it's just like, it's like, well, I'm already reading DK3. And now I, ha- and, and again, you know, once it's collected or someone else decides to read it later on down the line, it's not going to matter a whit when, when it was actually published. But currently, and, and this was the other thing that bugged me is that last week when this came out, you had like four, five, including the Justice League Superman books. All on the shelves on the same Wednesday, brand new, should, and it's just, it's. Uh, I get oh, it. I get it. Okay the triangle, but Jesus, man, well, that was one a week. But it's like it, it's like you got Superman, Lois, and Clark. You got, it's just like why? Why am I looking? I don't know what Superman book to get this week. Well, it's just, and that has nothing. That has no bearing whatsoever on the story itself. It's just one of those things that just drives me batty when I'm when I'm looking at. At release dates and and what the hell else is going on? But it it's as far as this story, it was it's just it it's weird and and it I is. don't and that's it, and that's not a complaint. It's no, it's different. No, it's, it's it's Bronze Agey. It's it's unpredictable. Jason, it is. Um, it is absolutely. You, the, in a nutshell, three Kryptonians. Are they All Kryptonians? Was, well, we don't know yet. Three would be Kryptonians, maybe come to Earth. And, and they all have, they're all in the red and blue. They're all, um, bearing the, the, the shield of, of L. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, and we, one's, one's black. One is a ginger and the other guys, you know, uh, looks like the, the older brother from, from, um, Wonder Years a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Calabac comes to earth with a bunch of parademons in tow and that that's the thing that, that i just i giggled as i read this because the the parademons come out of a boom tube and lois goes parademons yeah. the sh- the shock troops of planet apocalypse At the same like time. How about, uh, so is no, it a flashback is it I, I i bet you you know knowing mr adams lois could be the mastermind behind this whole thing you never know with him and then she lois knows what a boom tube is she she's like I hope they have backup because it appears something big is coming out of this so-called boom tube. Uh-oh. Like, how do you know these things, Lois? I know you're a, a newscaster and, you know, you, you, your your job is to inform, but you know a lot of stuff, sweetheart. A lot of stuff. You know, um, you know why Jason should read this? Because of one of Jason's favorite, um, Jason, this is a, oh yeah. this, is, this is a crossover. If you didn't know, yeah, it could if be. If you ever ever wanted to read a story where Superman faces off against Apocalypse, this is your book. Yep, yep. Er, a massive error in judgment on Mister <laughs> Adams's part because he ties the origins of Darkseid to Egypt. Ah, and Sabanur. Yes, yes, and that's exactly yes. who. I mean, you see Darkseid. With the full prophet and, and, and. He looks like a pharaoh. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole pharaoh outfit and it's just like he looks just like. So I'm wondering if, if the three supermen are three of the four horsemen. (laughs) No one who knows their ex chronology will look at this end sequence and say, apocalypse. 
you, you it's it's inescapable you, it conjures images of apocalypse mm-hmm. there's no getting away from that, it and it's like that's a massive error in judgment on neil's part the the, the last page is something straight that would be a a um a silver bronze age cover Complete with the word balloons, yeah. with Superman looking at the messenger, having this conversation yep. with yep. Dark Side Apocalypse in the background, and it just, it, it man, it's, uh. Neil Superman is not anywhere near as handsome as he once was. No, no. Uh, he looks kind of simian. I mean, yeah, there, Calabac, there, he's got the Calabac Shannon Doherty eyes to, in some of the, some of the yeah, panels. Yeah. So just. The, his, his forehead is a little. Yeah. It's like a five head. A bit. Yeah, a little bit. No, he's got no, no. The Roman nose because um, it's Roman all over his face. He's <laughs> he's got a, he's got a little bit of of Neanderthal. <laughs> he does a little bit. He does. Yeah, everybody's got these weird Where jaws. I, and again, give the man his props. Neil Adams drew one of the handsomest Superman yeah. of all time. Um, this he's rugged. He's not exactly you know the the uh, male model that he once was under Neil Adams, but who, you know who cares? Uh, Neil saves. He's in the Middle East, and he, he he finds an inventive way to save a family. Like that. That, was, that, that, was that was cool. Yeah, that, that was very that was cool. Yeah. Um. And and then um, the uh little boy he saves, uh, Rafi, is being uh, ostracized by his people because he possesses a dog. Yeah, he's got a pet dog. And and dogs are unclean. So um, Superman is greeted by a um a messenger. Who is one of the coolest things that I think Neil Adams has drawn? Yeah, no, it's it's a um, it it's kind of man batty. It's it's he's kind green, of, kind of. Um, but and and it, it it's a very imposing character. Uh, yeah, I, I it 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 conjures um, images from the continuity days for me. And you say he can't touch the ground, but he's kneeling on the ground. His feet are on he the is, ground. he is, but maybe his, oh yeah, no, his toes are in one. He walks, Jason, he has, um, like cloth, but he's a, he's a bat type creature. His, his feet are clutching stones. These stones, so he's, he's not actually, and I, I he's just not thought it was the to, to, to be more imposing on, on Superman because he's supposed to be all tall, but it was, um. I thought because the, he, the ground is unclean. But the, when he's, when he's kneeling he's down kneeling. and talking to yeah, yeah. Raffi, it's, it's, his knees are touching the ground and then he's, um, and then he's standing up. When he's talking to Superman, he, he goes back to clutching the stones, but. Or maybe he's just using the stones as like, uh, soles of his, you know, of shoot, like shoe soles. Or he's gotta, you know, work out his muscles. But the, the oh, yeah. uh. God. I'm looking at this, this next page where, um, Dark Side is just Middle panel. Yeah. It, it looks a <laughs> lot like Apocalypse. It really does. It's like Neil, Neil had a Hyperion story with Apocalypse and he's just like, no, fuck it, I'm going to take it to DC. The, uh, Calabac looks great. Lex, yeah. we see Lex for like a panel or two. Yeah, two. Just, he's fat, he's fat, he's not fat. He's fat, he's not fat. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and yeah, and then the messenger takes him back in time, takes Superman back in time where, um, we, uh, it's that that can't be the Sphinx because the Sphinx doesn't have a lion face. And, and the messenger no, says, well, 10,000 years ago it did because it's the face of their new god king. And, and that's when we realize that it's who looks nothing like a lion. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I know. I <laughs> so know. silly. 
<laughs> you gotta yeah, love Neil, though. Tony was just like, fuck it, we need an animal. Yeah, he... He makes he. Whenever I read a, a Neil Adams work, a, a current Neil Adams work, he just makes my day because the guy just does not care. I'm gonna make comics the way I want to do them. I'm Neil Adams, damn it, and you're gonna love them. And more often than not, we do. That's all I gotta say. No, I'm gonna. I'm but, going to. Um, I'm gonna definitely read the second issue. I. It's weird. I. Yes, Neil Adams absolutely draws one of the the iconic versions of, of Superman. Um, and there have been a few, you know, whether it's Byrne or Boring or Ordway or or Spray there or Kurt Swan. Jurgens, Bogdanov. Right. Oh Bogdanov, Jesus. So I mean but but Neil's is definitely up there. It's on the short list. Um I have no problem seeing Neil go balls out on on superman but i i can't bring myself to read odyssey that's your loss oh it absolutely is i'll yeah, own it. it is i do not it is just like it's crazy a all comic. i will own that no problem but it's it's not a uh it's, it's silly it's, so mm-hmm. silly it's not a good look but no this and there's there's bats in that man bat in that too let's well, maybe just, that's, just, oh, that's the connection neil loves the bat wings how can you blame him so yeah so it's uh <laughs> <laughs> and parademons. Oh god! She did all oh, over the time to the movie. That's it. That's <laughs> it. So yeah. So it's it's yeah. Read 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 the coming of the Superman. It's um, it's weird. It's silly. It is. It is. It is. If you like a Superman with a cape, Superman with capes. Uh, if if you like Lois, Superman. it's just, it, it's. Yeah, no, it's it's great. It's it's unlike any other Superman book on on the on the stands. It goes without saying. Yeah. Yes. Um, and the the messenger seems to have some kind of um, he can manipulate time because he stops Superman mid leap, slowly slows him down, then lets him eat some some sand. Real. And we get we get to see Superman humble a little bit. Nice. A little bit. Yeah. No, it's cool. Okay. I liked it a yeah. lot. But is that any surprise? Uh-huh. Not from where I'm sitting. No. <laughs> There's one, <laughs> Jason. What? <laughs> There's one scene where it, uh, it's in Iowa, I believe, uh-huh. and there's a Mon Pa, just to, oh, just Lord. to, just to bring up images of Mon Pa Kent who are no longer with us, uh, in this story, I Born guess. Going out for our homies. Um, there's a, a, an elderly couple, uh, farmers, and they see things going on, and the mo- the mother's like, uh, "Holy cats, they ain't faking! Get a picture, Jay, quick!" And the husband says, "Honey, our phones don't have cameras no more. We we switched switch to that senior plan. <laughs> I got my double ARP phone over here. Thank you, Obama. Oh, Lord, woo! That's good issue. Who needs all that tweeted Insta Snap hashtag? <laughs> Neil don't. That's good. <laughs> this is great. It's classic. Modern right. day classic. Because hey, if, if a Superman, if a rocket ship is landing, we got to have farmers nearby. Yes, that is it, it, it's, it's, the mythology, it's right? Yeah. Got, yep. Got to play to that. Love Sweet. It. I want to hear something you guys read. <laughs> I want to hear what Jason read. We just got to talk. Um, I, I, uh, it's going to be a shock to people. Uh oh. But uh I've decided that I really like this uh this guy Rick Remender. I think he's got a future. Oh boy. I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, he's done a few things, a few small things. 
Um, I uh, I caught up on Tokyo Ghost. Nice. Which is the image comic by Mr. Remender and Mr. Sean Gordon Murphy. I had uh, last left you all off with issue number two. Yes. But uh, I, I finished uh, three, four, and five, which is uh, ends of, it's the first arc. They took a little hiatus, and it will be back with issue number six in April. Uh, just to remind everyone of the setting, it is a not-too-far-flung post-apocalyptic future. Uh, where the one could say Remender's playing on classic science fiction. The world has gotten ever more addicted to the internet and virtual reality, and essentially uh, people are almost addicted to uh, cyber fictional worlds as they are to drugs. I mean, it's it's basically become the opiate of the masses. And in this future, uh, there is a set of cops slash enforcers and they're technically enforcers of the law, but they're also hyper violent and pumped full of drugs and pumped full of nano nanites that keep them connected to the internet in this live world. And, and as a result, they're almost like also a reality show and that they go around causing all kinds of pain and mayhem. And then that those broadcasts are broadcast to people who watch it with glee. And, uh, we're introduced to, uh, Arguably the the most badass of the bunch, this guy Led, whose real name is Teddy, and he's so addicted to technology that he's essentially never in the real world anymore. And his girlfriend is uh, stuck by his side, even though it's pretty much a loveless relationship at this point. And she has craft, carefully crafted a plan to leave the town and get to a haven in Tokyo um, where there's no tech and uh, they can live a different life. And that's kind of where the first two episodes or issues leave off and three, four and five are their time spent within this Haven. Uh, and it's pretty dope. Like the whole thing is fascinating. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's the, 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 the setting is it's this quasi setting of San Francisco and Tokyo. And they get to the, they get to this place. It turns out not to be a myth. It's real. And they're introduced to the leader of the place. Who's dressed like a geisha girl. But something about the place is, whether it be an, e- they think it's an EMP, but something is, is, is keeping tech from working there. And as a result, Teddy goes through withdrawals and gets clean for the first time since he was a child. And that allows he and his girl to live a life of happiness and tranquility and peace for some time. And they they become part of the community and this community is all about, uh, Raising and cultivating your own food, eating what you make, becoming, you know, no violence, no killing. Um, but we have to remember that, that, that Teddy has led, caused a lot of pain and mayhem in his years as an enforcer. And so let's just say that there are people within this very peaceful community that perhaps hold grudges that go a lot deeper than their time within this community would have let them get over. And, uh, all hell breaks loose. Um, and lots of people die, lots of shit happens, and ultimately a decision is made by Teddy's lover that is a smart decision, but it also forever changes the dynamic of their relationship, likely. Hmm. And it's just a really strange and wonderful comic. It's, it's, um... It's, it's hard to describe in the sense that it's, uh, 
it's this mixture of very modern pop culture references with ancient Japanese feudal feudal culture and samurai culture along with uh Rumender clearly playing with this idea of how addicted we've become to technology. And he, he sets all this up in the first issue. I mean, he talks about how he realized one day that he was staring at his phone every five minutes and couldn't even sit at a meal and have a conversation with his wife and that that really is what led to the idea of doing this book in the first place. Um, and there's a lot of truth to it, you know? I mean, we as a society are becoming addicted to technology and ADD and focus issues are becoming rampant, both not only in kids, but adults, you know, adults are having trouble focusing now on things and, uh, we're having to digest things in shorter and shorter sound bites and visual bites versus any kind of long form entertainment anymore. And, uh, so, you know, Remender kind of plays the Aesop's fable with that, but also at the same time in this really action packed, wonderful adventure where, uh, and there's, there's great beats. I mean, the thing I like about the book is it's such, in the beginning, it's this chaotic, almost in your face, slap across your face exposure to this, this hyper connected world. And then they get to where they had hoped to be. And it's this two issues of very tranquil, loving, peaceful existence where you're completely away from that world. And then, then to quote Pacino, they pull me right back in. They get pulled right back in at the end, or at least the end of the first arc, um, which leads you to wonder if they're ever going to have peace and tranquility again. Um, but uh, it's just so well done. I mean, and, and, you know, Murphy is a beast and he's such a creative designer of both settings and character. And, you know, I don't want to, I, I don't want to compare this to Akira so don't, you know, don't, don't send me the hate mail here, but, but in the way that, that works like Akira were so wonderful because you had this beautifully expressive cartooning at the same time, hyper detailed, realistic, uh, armament and vehicles. That's what Murphy's doing in this book. I mean, he's, he's drawing these hyper realistic, uh, technological settings and vehicles and weapons that you, you would think are straight out of a, a Northrop Grumman or Lockheed Martin, you know, weapons diagnostic blueprint. But then at the same time, you know, he's doing what he always does, which is tell this, this, these, these epic, these, you know, casting these epic scenes of both, both, both intimate one-on-one human moments as well as big action scenes. It's, uh, it's just a great combination. Um, and, uh, it's, it's probably the book that Remender's doing that I, I've talked the least about and yet, uh, not because it's not quality. So, uh, it's, it's hella good, man. My only, my only issue with the entire thing is that, uh, for the second time in his comics career, <laughs> Murphy, Murphy drew a whale. And for the second time in his career, I somehow didn't get managed to get the page. So to whoever else is out there that's listening to the show that also collects whale art, go after yourself. So, so I'm all, so, I'm all, I'm all get you. Mur- Murphy's whale pages are your Moby Dick. It's really Aww. uncanny. It's the, it's uncanny. I mean, because he did it in the wake. Yep. And I, to be honest, that page was a thousand dollars. So there's I, a double I, page spread, right? Yeah. So I, I didn't like I let that one get away, you know, because yeah, thousand I wasn't going to drop that. But but then this one was a single page, and I got sent the pages. By Jason Schachter, his, his wonderful art rep at Essential Sequential. I felt like he sent me the pages like the day they were available. Mm. 
And then I responded like two hours later saying, oh, my God, I need this page. And then he was like, my dude, that page sold already. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. Like, who else is who else is seeking out whale art? <laughs> now, it, it's – I read – Who's the other we, wackadoodle that hey, – <laughs> Hey. We uh, <laughs> read the first issue and I, I really thought the concept. And for a lot some of ding reason, dongs in the book. I could not. I love dicks. I don't know what it was. I just, I, I didn't finish the second issue and hmm. I, I want to go back to it because I, I'm a fan of Remender. What's weird is I absolutely adore Sean Murphy's artwork. I think. I know, man. man the man is a fucking beast. Off-road. I he love off road. I, the, um, uh, you know how much that first print goes for now? No. No, because I have one. Off road, decent money. You, you should look into I that. Um, I have the, um, there was that, that miniseries published by Dark Horse, I think he did with Zach Howard, Outer Orbit or something like that. That was fun as hell. I love his Batman. I've only seen pages from it. I haven't read the, uh, the year one story that he did. I don't know if it was, uh, he, he did one of the, Batman Year One villain stories, and and that looks amazing. I love his Batman, but then I get to like Punk Rock Jesus, and and for some reason, and and, and the Wake a little bit, and and now this, and it's like he's, he's somebody who it's a Sean Murphy book. I want to read this. I want to love it. I, I should love it, mm-hmm. and it's just it's not it, the subject matter just doesn't doesn't sink to me. I, I so it's hard for me to get behind her a hundred percent when, and, and this, and, and this time it, it, it may not be, it may not be Murphy. It, it, it may be the story of Remender's telling and which, which is weird because I could go on for days about deadly class and this Captain America well, stuff, but it's, I will, I, I will, I have the first few issues. I'm going to give it another chance, but it, it just, it hasn't, it's something that I, I think I would absolutely love with, especially by these two dudes because it's yeah. Remender. What about Joe, Joe the Barbarian? That I, I never finished that. Dude. I don't think I finished it. And and if you know, I did, it, then that just shows now you. Now that you're saying this, it makes sense because I do feel like every time I gush about Murphy, you, you're a little quiet for a guy that turned me on to Murphy. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like dude, you, his style. I just I love the way he draws figures. And you didn't read Chrono Knots, right? No, and that's another. And that and and again, that, that's because you also don't like Miller. I'm not a huge Miller fan, so that 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 was going against it. But it's still a concept that I think I might dig. And and Murphy draws the things that he draws stories that kind of fit his style. And and yeah. you know, even the commissions that he was doing with the Kickstarter, it's like I was kind of gigging a little bit because it's like I'm gonna draw you a Batman commission or a Wolverine commission, but here's Batman, little small Batman, but I drew the shit out of his fucking Bat cycle. Or here's Wolverine on he a motorcycle, and it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, dude, can I get the character? I mean, I, I, I dig the machinery, but so there's just things that, um, it, 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 for something, I don't know what the hell the switch was where I was just like, oh, Murphy's drawing it, and then I look at it, and I'm like, yeah, Murphy's drawing it, and it, it. It bums wow, me out. Cold. I know, but that's, it's, that's it's, super it's, cold. It's, it's a straight up there. move, but it, I just, I, <laughs> I, I will, I will give Tokyo Ghost and I, I have the Chrononauts books too. I, so I'll, I'm not, I'm not outright dismissing it, but lately it's just been, you know, ever kind of ever since punk rock Jesus, it's just been like, and 
That's because he messed with the Jesus. Oh, that had to be it. Cause you know, that, that's my boy. <laughs> don't, don't, don't be fucking with him. But yeah, no, I mean, and I, I'm, I'm still waiting for him to come back. He'll <laughs> <laughs> yes. be waiting a long time. So, yeah. Should we talk about the previews a little bit? Cause we tiptoed through it. Didn't we? I, well, yeah, I mean, well, I, I dog heard it. I don't know if, if Jason has his. Hand. Oh shit. I got to sit right next to me. I, of course you do. Okay. I don't think there's, I'll make a prediction. I don't think there's any one of us that is not going to order the Spidey number one treasury edition. Right? No, I'm not going to order it. Why? What do I want from that? Dude, what? Nick Bradshaw drawing Spider-Man. Oh, that's Spider. Oh, okay. Well, I read the first. In a tre- well, it's not true treasury format. It's not the same size. It's 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 ten by it, three sixteenths and thirteen three eighths. Yeah, yeah. It's like paper's valuable. We know, but it's it, you're gonna call it a treasury edition. You better make it the yeah. same size. But it's not quite the same size. Right. But if you do the if you do the math, you're getting five issues of Spidey, which is a three ninety nine book. Mm-hmm. It's 112 for pages fi- for 1599. For 1599. Oh man, if it's on newsprint, ooh, that would just be sweet. Yeah. I, I don't see how you could. The advertisement alone, yeah, this yeah. page, the way they did it, cool is worthy the of getting it. Dotted coupon. Yep. yep. A little banner. I'm out. I'm loving it. I'm out. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, it's Spidey. Uh, he's so young. Right? He's not really that much younger than David. It's- Huh. But hey, man, that complete collection of NYX. I am getting that. There's maybe, but yeah, see, there's maybe about three people that want that. <laughs> no way, <laughs> dude. Dude, you know how much that issue goes for? Whatever. I mean, First it's, to not, it's not Spidey. Yeah. What the NYX or what is it? Nix? Yeah, is that yeah. how you say it? Is that the that issue's going for a lot of money? Oh, uh, huge money. That's silly. Why? It's the first appearance of Why, a, she's, a major. She's character. a new Wolverine. She is the new Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll put it up on the eBay. You should. I got your plane ticket to Chicago. Oh shit! It is the first edition of Off Road, November two thousand five. Now, of course it is. Minus two, and uh, I'm thinking last time I, last time I saw, last time I checked, or cared. Book man, stop. That um, was going for um, what was it? A nine ninety nine book? Uh, eleven ninety five by press. About seven times that. I could That's be wrong. Crazy for something slightly larger than a digest. Oh god, this art. I know. Uh, anyway, but yes. let's talk, so let's talk about this Captain America uh, costume. <laughs> no, you can talk about it. What is the deal? Shit. If you can't throw the shield, you, I, I'm out. You're done. <laughs> and you know he can't throw it. It's got that little. It's a triangle. It's not very. It's a wavy triangle. Maybe maybe the front and maybe it ends up circling. Maybe, maybe that's why that. That um, illuminated pitch in the front. He looks like a thug. I don't know about a thug. It's a streamlined uniform. It's mm-hmm. it's got the still well, got a little bit of the chainmail. Mm-hmm. As usual, the Falcon showing him up. Well, of course. And at least we got old Sharon on the cover, so that's good. My dude. Yeah, that's great. It is. It's kind of right. Now, now, wait, now, now, Vince, I'm surprised. Tired. To be fair, a couple things. You haven't. Brought up the point that uh, the shield in question is an homage to his original shield. Of course it is. But there's a reason why that shield was abandoned. Because the round one. 
it's just so amazing. Now, in and the drawing, be- it looks like he's got like some kind of laser type of thing right. at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, son. Oh. Where's the wings? I don't see the they wings. Sharon, they, Sharon they, had a late night in that cover, too. That's what I'm she, saying. She's tired. My she's like 68 now. Get out of here. She was old because she, because she got left behind in Dimension Z. Oh, too bad. No, nah, dude. She, if that's she's 68, she's a straight gilf. That is not a gilf look. That's, well, she's still, that's. It's lame. Dude, if, let me tell you something. If any woman is 68 looks like that. And looks like that. Oh, Christy Brink. We're going to see her on, nah. on the sites. What? She doesn't dude. look like that. She's in her 60s and she still looks good. She does look good. Don't be fronting on Christy. Can we talk about Gwenpool for a second? Yeah. Someone should, I is guess. That, is that any good? No, I don't know. Oh, I uh, I'm out. I kind of like... I'll get up in the, it. The, the fact that she's associated with Howard makes me want to read it less. Is it wrong that I'm super excited for Apocalypse Wars? A little bit. You should just read uh, Coming in the Superman. <laughs> what? This, this Thunderbolts cover is straight up 90s. Oh, I love yeah. the Thunderbolt to coming back. Is that Forge? I yes. love it. That's and what I said. Homaging himself. So I mean, I... freaking giddy. Forge. What? Um, is Jubilee still a freaking vampire? Does anyone... Why? It's what do you mean, why? Why would she not be? Well, it begs the question, why was she... I mean, why was she turned into a vampire to begin with? Well, there was a whole story arc. It made sense. Once a vampire, always a vampire. Not exactly true. There's some Pretty characters true. that escaped. I am, I am, I'm stoked for the new Punisher book. But I'm, I, I. Yeah, I, Becky Cloonan. I, I, I think that's the first time a female's written the Punisher, yeah? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, Valerie Durasio, uh, wrote a, um, a one shot under the, uh, I think the Max. Ah. Heading. But, um. Love the border on Deadpool 12. The 2099 border. Love it. Yeah, that's the current storyline. Love it. Um, I don't think I might. I might actually be out of Spider Gwen during the Spider Woman crossover because I'm not a fan of Silk. And um, although you don't like that milk, I, it's, all, it's almond milk. The milk is good. Um, Hell yeah! But I am enjoying the Spider Woman that 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 I'm reading. So I don't know the Squadron Supreme with old with with six one six Nighthawk versus uh, the the. The not six one six Nighthawk. I think I'll say it because I know you're all embarrassed to to fess up, but we have zero interest in Civil War two here at eleven o'clock comics. You disagree? Oh, seriously? <laughs> seriously? It's so lame. Look at that. Oh, which side are you on? Who cares? I do. Oh no, no, you don't. I I I I know you don't. I do. No, you just. You're just playing up to type. Nope. I am totally curious about what's going to happen. No, you're not. Can't wait. I don't believe it. I do not believe a single word of awesome. stuff that's wait. coming out. Coming, <laughs> you're lying. You're lying to your listeners. I'm not. Jer- Jerry Conway writing Carnage. Yeah, I'm all over that. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's it's opposite. <laughs> if there was ever a, a Marvel comic that I didn't need to worry about, it's that one. Oh, shit. Carnage. Carnage. But as I was saying to the guys on the Facebooks, I'm going through the previews here, and there wasn't a whole hell of a lot. I think you're spent, dude. And I said, don't forget that Deadly Class hardcover. And I'm over all kinds of things, all the comics. 
And you know you're all about that 4001 AD, Vince, so don't even try it. It's true. Oh, of course not. Especially of course with, I am. The, with, with, with the, the promo card we get inside the previews. Dude, Marvel covers volume two? Can't yeah, wait. I was, I, I was, well, first of all, um, there's the, uh, the future quest book from DC. Um, yeah, I'm gonna get that, but you know what? I think I turned tables on the Scooby Doo. You're crazy, dude. I'm so all over it. I don't, I don't know. know about the Scooby Doo. I might get because then I can give it to my friend if I'm not feeling it. Um, the, the thing that excites me about the Scooby Doo is the fact that Howard Porter is drawing yeah. it. I'm I'm ninety percent in on that. They, that that cover, the Jim Lee like cover. I'm not I'm not in love with the Jim Lee cover, but I they they were smart as. Hell with who they got to do the variants. You have the Scooby Doo variant is by Howard Porter, which makes sense. The Shaggy variant, Dan Panosian is going to kill it. Sure. Fred is done by Neil Adams, which is fine. <laughs> Velma by Ben Caldwell, and I love that domino he did for Jason and the Wonder Woman story, so that's a great fit. But fucking Joel Jones doing Daphne. Right. I want the variant cover for that. Need them all. I'm ordering every one of them. That's hot. I need to find well, out I how know. much that Joel Jones cover is. And dude, I, Future I, Quest, written by our man Jeff Parker, by Doc Shaner Art. Doc Come Shaner, on. That's, that's what I'm that's, saying. That's, that's a done deal. Dude, Sinkevich yeah. doing a Space Ghost variant. Steve, mm. the dude, Rude, doing a yep. Johnny Quest variant. That, that's, 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 that's awesome. Why, why, why wouldn't you give Steve Rude the Space Ghost cover? Like, because he did the Johnny Quest covers back when yeah, Komiko no, had Sure, space. but he also drew, he drew Space, space Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, that doesn't mean yeah, it's not going to be, but maybe they're, they're saving that for, uh, for when they re- launch a Space Ghost comic. Right? Yeah, maybe. What? Right. Uh, uh, but anyway, anyway. So yeah, so you got the, uh, you got the Micronauts number two. Well, Natch. And it looks, it looks like the people from Dynamite are still looking into my window at night. Did you see what was offered this month? A lot of X-Files. Uh, some other poll people. Weird, weird love? No, Jason. No, it is not a revival oh, of, of one of the greatest um, PC games of all time. From the heyday of PC games. No, this is the uh, King's Quest. Love number it. Number one. Do you see the, the Mark Lamming cover? Yes. Oh my god! Oh, you jumped ahead to Dynamite. I was over here at IUW. Jason was talking about the Marvel covers, and that's yeah, I don't go sequentially through the that Sam Keith cover is killer on that Marvel covers book. Mm-hmm. I love that issue of, of Marvel Comics Presents too. I if I were going to get this artist edition, it would definitely be the Sam Keith cover. You know, I don't think the phrase "pulp bullshit" should ever be uttered on this <laughs> show again. Can we make that? No, There's an Adventures of, of Dieter Lumpen collection. What are you looking I'm at? I'm back in IDW. Damn, all up in the Aussie dubs. And, and I am, I'm, I'm on the fence. It depend, it probably depends on how much the order comes out to, but I am not sure if I want, I want to support my boy, but the, um, the Kari Andrews, Renato Jones, the one percent. I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm on the fence with it. Yeah, I love his I think art. I'll wait, I'll wait to review, read the review copy first. That's yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. You know, I like, I love the art. Yeah. I think, I think the art's great. Um, that's where I began and end with it. I just, uh, how about Archie getting back on the train again? Thank you, 
with more Afterlife Love and Sabrina Sabrina. this month. Doc, it's about damn time. time. Oh, I, yep. I think the last issue of Sabrina is like a year yeah. ago. Final issue of Rachel Rising by Terry Moore. Yeah, number 42. Yep. Oh, and um, they are... I'm, I'm getting for this because it was my favorite thing from the island, the uh, the ID collection. Yes, indeed. What? What? What's he talking? What's he talking about? The Amarillo story from the island, ID. Oh yeah, it's getting, yeah. It's, it's 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 being collected. You guys can laugh all you want. No Go doubt. Go ahead. No. But from Action Lab, I'm definitely getting the Vamp Blade collection. Why would well, we laugh? You've been, about? you've been talking about that for a while. Because you know, you know, my, I read the Vamp Blade versus um, Zombie Tramp. Yeah. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Okay. Yeah. And the, the weird thing about it, the, the villain, the villain in the book is, is called Suck Lord. Mm. No, it's an actual artist. I, I buy his stuff. Suck Lord. It, it, he does these, these parody action figures, like they're vintage, but they're not vintage. Like he'll, he'll do like pseudo Star Wars characters and, but the, the, it's like a, like a pink bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. It, it's nuts. And, and the, he was the villain in this, this comic. Yeah, it was great. Oh boy. No, the, uh... dude, why do you always, I, I hate to keep <laughs> not being so... facetious every time I speak to you now. I'm not being facetious. Well, I don't know. When you say pulp bullshit, it kind of sets Oh, stop it. Know what I'm saying? Page, page 362, there's Relish My Life in the Kitchen, which I do believe Mario mentioned on the show a long time ago. But right next to that is the Human Body Theater graphic novel by Miss Maris Wicks. Yeah, you, I'm glad you called uh, that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I just did my first read through. It's not. It's not sea life, which is what your boys are all about. I uh, know, but yeah. So, I'm a little concerned with Fanagraphics pricing of late. Yeah, it's a little problematic. It's a little nutty. Like you know, I love me some Josh Simmons, but 104 pages for 16.99. I don't know. I don't know. By the way, I've had the um, the last the latest Kramer's Urgit in my inbox. Like my order for how long, man? Is it ever coming out? Um, I don't know. I'm waiting for it. I pre-ordered it like a year ago. Yeah, well, those good books take time. And it is an anthology, so the the problems inherent with that format, you know, you got to be tracking all those contributors, and yeah, did you get it, did you it's not, not get it? It's not United. It's not even funny. <laughs> that will be completed someday. That is I got never to going say, to be completed. Todd and Eric are slaying it on Spawn. Well, that's why they can't do it. Kill, they're absolutely all the more reason why the, the other book's never going to be finished. No, they're absolutely um, I read the Satan Saga Wars parts two and three. Uh, absolutely amazing stuff. Every, everything I have feared from these two, gone. It's all gone. Alleviated. God. What do you guys, what do you guys think about Sinem Purgatorio? You going to get that? No. Really? Alan Moore and Kevin O'Neill, you're not getting it? No. Uh, pray tell why. Uh, it just doesn't appeal to me. Hmm. I mean, if it's really good, I can always, I mean, it's not like it's gonna go away. But the thing is, there will be no trade collection until 2018. Wow. Which, given my Regina pilot, it'll be about when I would get around to reading it anyway. Oh, so you're gonna buy it? No, I'm, I, I may in fact buy it when <laughs> it's available. Right, and if he hears... Hmm. 
Or if you rave I, about it, maybe I'll order it. Who knows? Okay, I gotta scratch my head too because they're they're offering this is Avatar. You are right. It is a late month. Yeah, they're they're offering um, Providence Act One limited hardcover, which collects the first four issues and all the back matter, 160 pages, 19.99, which yeah. is a really really good price. But um, they say that um, it's not going to be reprinted. It's limited to 6,666 copies. And the only way you're going to be able to read the rest of it, if you are a trade reader, is to get the complete collection in the future. So basically they're saying, if you like this and you want to read the whole story and you read exclusively in trades, you're going to have to buy this again. I mean, read between the lines. Is that not what they're saying? I hadn't thought about it, but it does sound like that, yeah. That's a little weird, don't you think? Well, sure, sure, they're giving you a deal on the first four. Now, can I your order? Because even you acknowledge it bored you to tears. Um, a, it's Lovecraft. Two, it's beautiful. And the back matter's awesome. I'm just a sucker. Oh, that's fair. Uh, no, for for anything Lovecraft, yeah, I'm a sucker. And it's Alan Moore. Mm-hmm. So I probably will order it, even though I do have the single issues. Um, there are certain things in this life that I am unable to stop. And, and one of them is, is ordering Lovecraft stuff mm-hmm. related stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm weak. What can I say? Did you see that, uh, that Gabriel, uh, re-inked one of his pages from yep. back when he was Gecko back in the day? Yep. Hardman? Yeah, yeah remember, yeah, remember how he used to draw Marvel Comics when he was a teenager under that gecko pseudonym? Right, right. We were what was it? War, it War Machine or something? Yeah, War Machine. So he, uh, he took one of his War Machine pages and re-inked it, uh, like under his new style and, uh, put like a video up of it. Hmm. It's pretty neat. Scarlet 8 and 9. I had to look and see what, co- what, what, what the cover date was on his previews. Scarlet 8 and 9 are, um, listed under the icon. Oh, stuff. I know. It's like, yeah. I'm intrigued by something, but I don't know whether I'm going to order it. 344 pages. 2750 from Self-Made Hero. It's on page uh, 395. The Art Master Series, Volume 3, Munch. The painter behind the legendary Scream. Um, Edvar- Edward Munch and his contemporaries filled with authenticity and life, debunks the familiar myth of the half-mad expressionist painter, anguished, starving, and ill-treated, draws out his neglected sense of humor uh, and optimism. I'm very curious to read this, but I don't know whether I want to shell out, mm. even if we get it at 30% off, it's still. Yeah, right. I don't know. I love the cover. Hmm. Yeah, couldn't care less about the real life of Agatha Christie, but um, Edward Munch, I'm, I'm, I may be down with that. Maybe I don't know. By the way, can I? Say, uh, I'm just, was still looking through the Marvel part of the previews. Um, <laughs> no, 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 I went back to it because I wanted to shout out uh, Nova, the uh, Volume One. Dude, mm-hmm. Corey Smith, who I'm a fan of and is listening to the show, yep. his work in this first arc, dude, is absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. How many issues does it collect? Uh, for six. six. 
Oh, so it's twenty four ninety nine. No, it's uh, it's soft cover, seventeen ninety nine. For six issues? Yeah. Damn, that's a good price. Yeah. So it'll probably be what, eleven ninety nine TCBS? Well no, not if it's fifty. Oh, that is usually fifty, isn't it? So it'll be nine yeah. bucks, dude, for six issues. But I uh, I actually bought a page from this run uh last week from Paolo. It it, it the, the art is absurd. It's so good. Well, maybe I'll add that to my order based on your sure. recommendation. Because I only have one thing, uh, two things in all of Marvel. That's Spidey, Treasury, and uh, Infinity Watch, wow. Volume 2. Well, I mean, ominous. to whatever extent people are listening, and we talked about this a week or two ago, but uh, the Spider-Woman trade is also coming out. And what Javier Rodriguez is doing on art there is also baffling. So, yep. And our man Dennis Hopeless wrote it. Love him. I think Marvel should step up the Deadpool Releases because there's really not enough. Yeah, there's only twelve of them. Jeez, it's crazy. Now, what do y'all think of this hip hop covers omnibus? I and it's only volume one. I I guess I like I like the idea of of them collecting the covers because they are variants. So good luck getting them all if you needed them all. Um, it's I like it. I just don't know if I'm going to get it for thirty five bucks. Before discount, right? Damn, Scotty got a coloring book now. Yeah, I know, dude. That's too <laughs> Why is the Walking Dead coloring book coming out? Like baffling, the, totally yeah. baffling. Why is there a? Um... Uh, I lied. I had three things circled. The Doctor Strange omnibus. No, I have all. Oh. That. Master of Kung Fu omnibus. Why is Cassidy doing a cover for that? I don't know because they want to uh, make him well. I'm getting the Lacey. Um, <laughs> better. No, I'm serious. <laughs> Good. Uh, I ordered the Howling Commandos of Shield. Oh, good. Oh, cool. That looks really fun. Yeah. I'm also good. I am getting the Doctor Strange Omnibus and the uh, and the um, and the um, Kung Fu Master of Kung Fu Omnibus. That is one of the only Silver Age runs that I have all of them. It's hot. Yep. Dude, and they're reprinting the new X Men Omnibus for the third time. Oh, that's good. Wow, really. Yeah, I don't know. there's hurts, a lot of value. My my three copies of the original. <laughs> I only have one. That maybe I'll eventually finish one. There, Marvel really did themselves proud this month. The classic stuff. There's a lot of really good collections this month, like the Incredible Hulk Epic Collection. Mm-hmm. That's a great run. Incredible Hulk one to six, you get Fantastic Four number twelve, twenty five, twenty six, Avengers. One to three and five, Amazing Spider-Man fourteen, and Tales to Astonish fifty-nine, and Journey to Mystery one twelve. For a lousy, it's like three hundred ninety-two pages for thirty-four ninety-nine. So with our with our discount, that's a good price. You're right. The um, what else is in here? The Tombstone Volume One. Jason won't read it, but it's Jerry Conway, Sal Buscema, and Mark Bagley. Carnage classic. It's hard to believe that that stuff is now considered classic. I, I was going to say it's stretching the word classic. But... Inferno Dude, Volume Two. By the way, talk about heartbreaking because they have, they're selling the uh, the Star Wars the first volumes of the Star Wars hardcovers. Um, so the the imminent Star Wars art finally got put up by his dealer. <laughs> Dude. So, like, just by way of contrast, the Captain America imminent arc from a couple arcs back. Those pages were like three to five hundred bucks a page, you know. You this, basically just told me how much these pages. What? Are. You just told me how much the Star Wars how pages much? are. Fifteen hundred. Mm, well, it, it, they're a thousand and up. Okay. So yeah. 
good for him, man. I mean, capitalizing on a very hot property, but man, it's price inflation. Painful for a brother. Yeah, yeah. Vince, don't forget about the kick-ass box set. Nah, I got, I have all those. What about the Bendis Crime Noir Omnibu? No, that could not be farther for, no. <laughs> no. I can't believe Tombstone gets his own volume. Are you kidding me? Tombstone's awesome. He was just an Iron Power Man and Iron Fist. Yes, he was. I love Tombstone. The, uh, the only drawing I ever, oh, I owned from Sal Basim is say, Tombstone. Well, who else was he gonna draw? That's perfect. It is, thank you very so much. Moon Knight back again. Yeah, yeah. by, uh, and our, and our boy Smallwood's drawing it again. Again. Um, like I said, you know, for, for such a thick volume this time around, there's really not a whole lot of stuff it in It is here. a little light, I gotta say. It is. Yeah. I, like, I'm getting Masks Volume 2 from Dynamite just because I, I need stuff to order. Right, right. Uh, you know, it's typical. It's a pulp bullshit. Because next month you're going to have all the new DC relaunch stuff in there. That's true. Yep. Which may be a good idea that this month is is a little right. a little light, a little light in the loafers. Yep. You know what is in the uh, in the back of the previews, which is cool. Um, my my kids and I are big fans of the Munchkin card game. Oh, and they have really? a uh, Marvel superheroes Munchkin coming out. Nice. Yeah. I've trained myself to go no farther than the books and magazines. Oh, so you don't see Kaiju. Mm, no. <laughs> There's so many nice things in here. Yeah. Oh, damn. Dude, they're doing wrestlers. Huh? Sofubi wrestlers. They have Bruiser Brody, Stan Hansen. Get out of here. $102? Are you serious? I can get that for cheaper than that. Bargain. That is crazy. So did we only um, really read like six comics between us this week? No, I got a good one. I have a very good one, Jason. Josh Bear? No. <laughs> wow, it's pick on the old the guy. New, uh, the, the new uh, Daniel Klaus came out, right? I know. Um, this is a manga ah. from Dark Horse. From Dark Horse. Um, one of the stumbling blocks that I've noticed uh, with people and manga is they are very reluctant to embark upon um, an adventure just because of the volume of books. Like most of the manga series, the most of the popular manga series, um, and yeah, I'm looking at you, One Piece, they go for 50, 60, 70 volumes. Like uh, Naruto is up there. Uh, the, the, even, the, even the smaller series, like you'd be lucky to get out with 12 volumes. This is a done-in-one from a man who has done a long-form manga series um, known as Berserk. The the writer-artist is Kentaro Miura. This is called Gigantomaxia, and it is amazing. Uh, Jason, for you, I say uh, you should read this because it is very, very much in the Miyazaki camp. Ooh. Yes. Uh, and not only that, it's an apocalyptic story. Oh. Speaking my language. It, it's, um, 
I th- uh, uh, like a hundred million years after this great disaster, uh, you have, um, humans and demi-humans and, um, let's just say Henshin is the name of the game for this manga. And Henshin in Japanese means transform. Everybody transforms in this book. Um, some figuratively, some very literally. Uh, there's a human, uh, named Delos. He's a fighter. He's a scrapper. Uh, if you, um, think, um, what was his name from, uh, Gen 13? Um, Grunge. Right. Think, think Grunge from Gen 13. Uh, squat, thick, not entirely, you know, he's not unintelligent, but he's not exactly the sharpest knife in the drawer. Um, very rash, very impulsive, uh, throws himself into situations without really thinking them through. Um, and, and he has a companion, a young girl. Uh, her name is Prome, who speaks in the third person. Prome is very reluctant to help you out here, or, you know, Prome, and, and, and Prome is not, she's not human. Um, but she, she has the, the physical form of a little girl. Uh, who rides on Delos's shoulder. And as the book opens, they're, they're trudging across the desert and, and Drome is extremely thirsty. And he looks up and, and he's like, Oh man, I am so thirsty. And, and, um, Prome doesn't wear underwear underneath her dress. It's not pervy at all. Well, it's kind of pervy. Um, and she's like, if you look up, I'll, I can relieve your your stress. Meaning, I'm gonna piss in your mouth. It's good stuff. And, but but it's not. I, you don't get the sense that it's actually urine because she's not human. She can provide everything this guy needs. She heals. She's a healer. There, there's a, a, a section of this book where he gets the living tar kicked out of him, and very soon afterwards, he's back to to fighting strength. Like she's. She's, she's a demi-human. Mm-hmm. She's not, she's not like us. So. Yeah, the it, art's astounding. I'm looking at the previews right now. It is absolutely amazing. It, it is very, very nuanced, but it, it's in that Miyazaki camp where you would think he was getting paid by the line. Uh, the, the, the contours are there, but inside the figure, every bump, every, every raised area is contoured with a line. And, uh, he has this really neat, Tendency within fights to um, combine foreground, midground, and background with the characters. Like you, you get a midground of the characters fighting, and in the background, he'll do big heads of what would be in the foreground of of the characters reacting to the stuff that they're experiencing. But you're also seeing that in the midground. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just it, it's amazing. It's like it's like um split screen or multi-screen and um so they're trudging ac- across the desert and they come upon uh after some really cool adventures they come a- upon these these beetle warrior characters yeah, who, who ride on the back of of actual beetles giant beetles and and the the masks of these characters are common rider they look like common rider i mean if you're fil- if you're familiar with with uh the uh the sentai and the tokusatsu stuff common rider is a seminal japanese live action hero and and these guys have they the, the the helmets 
are straight out of Common Rider. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they're, they're captured by these beetle warriors and brought in and, 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 um, Delos has to fight the, the, the champion of the beetle warriors. And you think beetle, what do you think? When, when, when someone mentions the, the, the actual creature of a beetle, what do you think? Very hard exoskeleton, right? Well, this champion has a very hard exoskeleton and he is super ripped and he's beating the, the living tar out of, out of Delos. Um, and Delos is just taking it like Rocky, you know, like hit me again. And, and he uses the, 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 the champion's speed, momentum, size, whatever against him. And he eventually beats him. So they're, they're taken in by these beetle warriors, but that's only the, 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 the uh, scratching the surface of this. There, uh, there's a double page splash right when the story opens where you see this gigantic creature. Think, think destroyer from Thor. Uh, because it has banding along the chest and arms like, like the destroyer. But, but it, it has this very impassionate face, uh, in a headdress that has what look like power terminals on it and they're crackling with energy. But that's not the best part. The best part is there's these two floating squid-like creatures that look like, um, like elephants. Like elephants, but mixed with Cthulhu. Yeah. Right, and the like, tentacles like are, anal, like but, nipple, glandular things. At but, the bottom. but look at their look at their eyes. Their eyes are dead. They have X's in the eyes where there's there's no emotion in these things at all. But that where the trunks would be on an elephant, they're these tubular structures. Yeah, there's structures. no jump in the trunk because there's no trunk. No, but they're spewing fire out of the out of the the tubes like a flamethrower. That is like the one of the sickest things I've seen in a long time. Look at the ears. It looks like oh, it's a pokemon. No, it's not. It's going to run roughshod over the land, killing people. Look at all the dead people. This is nuts. And 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 the things that happen later in the book are bonkers. They're just crazy. Like characters transform into these giant avatar type creatures that beat the shit out of other massive creatures and it all with this illustration style that is just it's simply gorgeous it it is there's huge plumes of smoke and every undulation and 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 wisp are are carefully crosshatched it's crazy jason do you agree with me or not oh absolutely i i mean again i'm i'm only going by these preview couple pages i found on the on the internet here but uh, i'm definitely all over this uh uh I wonder if it's available at in-stock trades. Oh, well, I just, I got this in my box. Cool. So I okay. just ordered it. I mean, it should be available through in-stock nice. trades. And so it, it's $13.99 if you get it through in-stock trades or, um, our, our, the other, the sister company of our sponsor, uh, DCBService.com. It's going to cost you a lot less. I think I paid eight bucks for this. Okay. Oh my God. Dope. And and it's it's one of those books where there's 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 a, a a lesson learned there's a message, but it's it's an awe-inspiring journey that I I think I, I mean I was speaking for, solely for myself. I'll return to this book many many times. Just oh the tree is incredible. There's a god of fertility and it's a tree and every bow and every branch is just beautifully rendered it's in 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 painstaking line there's there's no brush used in this at all it's all pen oh my god i well i shouldn't say that most the majority of it is pen there there's some brush uh i will return to this book many many times over just to 
inspiration, um, just to see how, you know, gigantic, uh, uh mind blowing scenes are rendered, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's credibility to this. Like if you say these two skyscraper tall creatures are fighting amidst a blasted out landscape and you're just like, well, how does someone render that? Believably. Uh, Miura does it and it's, it's just a, it's a joy to behold. It's, this is an amazing book. The uh, main beetle rider that I'm seeing in the preview just looks a lot like a character from uh, Attack on Titan. Cause he's sort of oh, yeah. like got all musculature, you know? Yeah. Uh, are you a fan of that series? I like it. Yeah, it's, it, I was very enthusiastic about it, uh, with it in the, in the initial volumes, mm-hmm. but it's one of those, yeah, I think it's playing out too long. Well, couldn't you right say now? the same for like almost any manga? Uh, not One Piece. No. <laughs> Fair enough. One Piece can go on for 300 volumes and I will buy everyone. I think we found, but, uh, uh, David's, uh, Kryptonite here tonight. No, 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 not at all. So again, to reiterate for those of you who were not paying attention, the uh, artist is Kentaro Miura and the book in question is Giganto Maxia. And it's M-I-U-R-A. M-I-U-R-A, yes. It's M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S. Because I was was looking with with a Y. And it's on that beautiful, really thirsty, pulpy... um, paper that uh, just pulp. drinks in that black you and your pulp love the pulps so that's what i got for this week now it's your turn the grape <laughs> <laughs> i did a pretty fast turnaround didn't i wasn't bad buddy from drinking ex- exclusively um the hops and now yeah. i'm i'm right. loving the grape what you got dad Oh, I, um, I had, oh, where the hell did that go? Um, well, I didn't, I, I didn't finish all new, all different Avengers number six before we recorded tonight. But one thing really bugs me about the issue and there's, there's a reveal in number five as far as the way things are playing out. Things are playing out pretty quickly. And, uh, there's one thing where the bad guy in the issue, this is the sixth issue and they've been coming out pretty quickly. So, I mean, this only started for like a couple months ago, but it is Marvel, but they reference something that happened in the Avengers zero issue that was post secret wars. And it's referred to the whole trap being set up is referred to as a long game. And if you're, that's something I would expect you to say after the series has been on for out for about a year. It's kind of <laughs> hard to say that when you're like two months in, because there's not a lot, it just that kind of, I had to put it down and just kind of walk away for a second. Cause I'm like, that really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So, um, but other than that, I mean, it looks gorgeous because it's mock mood and, and uh, we finally get Another character finds out who Thor is, and um, so this is all new, all different. All new, all different. Written by Mark Wade. Avengers or X. Avengers. Okay, Avengers. There is no more all new, all different X Men. Now it's now that's um, I think 
is that Uncanny X Men? But yeah, that's it's also Extraordinary X Men. Extraordinary X Men is is drawn by Umberto um, Bagley. Is drawing the one with the the time displaced X Men. Yay! And yeah, and Greg Land is drawing the other X Men book. Yay! Um, which is why you haven't heard a lot of X Men talk on the show recently. But I read the um, well. Following Jason's lead, I, I, I caught up on a couple of things, and one of them was the goddamn... I only read the second issue. I haven't read the third yet. That's really, really good. I read Black Magic number four and five. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're not going to talk about the goddamn? No, because Jason already did. I just, already I, 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 oh, okay. I, mean, I know you have, but it's, it's a different voice. Um, no, I can't. There's nothing else I can add to that, really. It, it's, I, 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 it was a great issue that it, it, it followed the first issue and as far as the uh um i like the way it was bookended you had uh it, it just it's shaping up to be a really crazy and, and and interesting series so i'm 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 definitely digging that black magic ended with um the the issue four and five i'm, I'm gonna say like the fifth issue i i think is Kind of like the, the end of the first arc. Um, so I don't know if they're taking any time off. Nicholas Scott has been killing it. It's consistently looked amazing from the first issue to the fifth. Fifth issue, Vince, I think you'll dig because at the, um, at the end of it, 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 uh, Tor Johnson shows up. <laughs> I, I seriously had to do a double take. I thought maybe Drew Freeman drew, drew the double page spread, but, uh, Tor love Betty. It's, uh, there's, it's, and I, the, the fifth, I believe I ordered the trade for this. What was it last month? The fifth issue really kind of um, gave me a, a racial rising kind of vibe, and it, mm-hmm. it's, but it's it, it's it's so well that it doesn't really feel like a Rucka book to me. Not 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 based on because a lot of his other stories really didn't deal with um, with witches and and and. Uh, those types of aspects. I, I didn't get that from, from his Wonder Woman run or, um, or from anything that he's, you know, his, 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 uh, his Punisher run at Marvel. There's nothing else that really kind of, this doesn't feel like the usual type of rock. It's still great. It, it's still a very strong female hero. Uh, the, the back matter is fantastic. It is, it's, it's an enjoyable experience for me. I think from uh, there's a great mystery aspect to it that I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Uh, and, and that alone could just be by that would fit perfectly. But I mean, adding in the whole mysticism with, with, uh, with the witchcraft and the Wiccans, it's just, it's, it's layered and, and, and I really, really dig it. And, and the art is just, it, I I like the art. It just it's still because of the gray tones and and um the lack of a lot of black, it it kinda has that that penciled look to it. So it's not mm-hmm. it's not as finished. It doesn't look as finished as, as I tend to like my books, but it's still it's still really, really well done. And uh so I applaud them for that. Um I like the fact that you said as I tend to like my books. That was good. <laughs> no, because you're not dismissing the, uh, 
the uh, route that doesn't go down the the path that you would choose it to take. You're just like, yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of that. I like it this way, but, but yeah, you're not dismissing it, which is a very intelligent thing to do. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I was going to. I'm I'm thinking I'm going to wait for it to wrap up because we're at the halfway point. But slash and burn has um. After reading the first issue, I let the, uh, the next couple, um, come in and sit, but still written by Cy Spencer, um, pencils by Max Dunbar and, and still beautifully inked by Mr. Andy Parks. The, um, there was a really funky, um, they solved the mystery from the first issue. Uh, where somebody was found burned alive in a storage unit. Um, but the way they played out, the way it was, the way they solved it, uh, was really, Roshin basically played the part of, it was a double page spread and, and they drew her as, as the person in the, it's almost like as if when Sherlock is, is, Playing out a, a a scene, and and if he put himself in that position, it just it was something a little different from what I'm used to seeing. It, I would see it played out more fluidly in, in in other media, but this really worked here. Um, but I'm I'm enjoying Slash and Burn a lot, and I, I I didn't know that was one book that. Oh, okay, Andy's thinking it. Um, I'm on it, so I am. I don't know if I ever read anything by Cy Spencer. Does, is he writing art ops? Because I'm behind on that. But anyway, uh, Slash and Burn. And I think that is, that's kind of basically it. Justice League 48, that came out last week after, after Vince went on about Justice League last week and letting us all know how great that is. I figured I wouldn't want to. You did though. I did. Uh, Grayson, I am. Almost caught up on Grayson. That's um, as Tom King and Tim Seeley and and actually Mikhail Janin are, are planning on are, are getting ready to leave the series after this this arc finishes. Um, that is, we're ramping up to see. Um, well, basically, Grayson Dick is taking on Spiral, and and he's going to uh, take apart the organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of from within. Yeah, it still looks fantastic. It, um, there was the tie-in issue to Robin War, which I am about halfway through, so I'll be able to talk about that next week. Um. Read Doctor Strange number five? Did I read Doctor Strange number five? I don't think so. I did read, um, which is probably going to be my In Your Travels. Um, I read, Karnak number two. And the first few pages of, of that issue, um, were worth the wait. The last few pages were not. Because. Why was it delayed or something? It was extremely delayed. Oh. Um, the, the first issue, 
and the second issue, both written by Warren Ellis. First issue was illustrated by uh, Gerardo Zafino. And like most of the second issue was. <laughs> the last few pages are drawn by Antonio Fuso. And it's... it's I like his stuff too, well, though. But that's the thing. It's, it's fine on its own. But to be the last four pages of a, um, and it's a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve panels in the last four pages. It is night and day from Zafino's work. It, both in, in style and layout in colors. Um, I mentioned before that, that when, uh, Karnak is moving through the, the panels, there's a, a very Zipatoni type effect to, uh, to the artwork. It's, it's fluid. The action is amazing. Karnak just, there, there's weight on the page and, and everybody has a presence. Uh, the first few pages, it just, it moves along in such a nice clip. In the middle of the book, there's, there's a conversation between Karnak and a priest. Um, and it's, it's very slow paced. It's, it's not a, uh, aside from the first few pages where Karnak is taking out a bunch of, um, soldiers or henchmen or thugs, whatever you want to call them. Uh, the issue is just kind of like a, a, a conversation. And then the Karnak ends up, um, going to, uh, leaving to go to, Germany and it's just it's not a complimentary style Fuso is not complimentary to to Zafino so it, it was mm-hmm. a um, you know after after waiting for the issue um, and then you know it, someone might just wonder well if if I waited and I didn't even get a complete issue it's just four pages um then I really don't know what the holdup was. So I don't know, I don't know what to expect with the third issue. I don't know if it's going to be all Fuso or if it's reversed and it's Fuso for like 16 pages and then Zafino wraps up for it. I, I, but it, it started off on such a high note with me with the second issue. It just, it looked fantastic. And, and, um, there's even one page where we get a quick little, uh, Karnak as a very, very small boy, a toddler playing with building blocks. And, uh, it's, it's just, it's such a beautiful looking book. And, and then I got to the end and I was just all sorts of deflated and it's, um, but yeah, that, that probably would have been my inner travels. I do have Dr. Strange number five all queued up. Um, so I will be reading that. I also have Drax number four set up. And if I can't wait for Vince to read this because when he gets to the end of the third issue, I wonder how he's going to feel about the um the reveal. But what does that mean? Well, there's the mystery of 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 people missing of of particularly children missing on this planet that Drax is on and and he and Terax are are um have become drinking buddies. So the bartender is also a mechanic and she's going to fix Drax's ship. And Drax Maggie? Drax crash land here. After Rocket loaned him a ship and he's like, you know, listen, fine, just take some time off, do what you gotta do. And, and Rocket gives him this like 
busted heap that that ends up just needing needing parts. So Draxon's up on this planet. And the bartender's like, "All right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, no, it's not making the mechanic, and I'll, 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 uh, I'll fix your ship. You work on this on this mystery, and uh, and then when Drax gets to the bottom of of what's happening with with the kids." You find out who's really behind it all, and then the fourth issue, the cover kind of that, gives it away. But it's got to be the dire wraiths. <laughs> all comes back mm-hmm. to Rob. Uh, <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. So I, I did not read Doctor Strange number five, Jason. How was it? It was excellent. Um, uh, I, I'm going to sorely miss uh, Bacello when he's Bacello. Yes, yeah. Bacello. Oh, he was uh, done with five. What's that? He was done with five. I don't know. No, I don't know. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying we know he's not going to, he's certainly not going to go 12 straight, but. No. Um, no, it was dope. I don't, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but it's, uh, it's, you know, there's, com- there's people trying to destroy all the magic in the world. And that's a uh, hella problematic when you're the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Seriously. And we get to find out there's a, uh, I will say that there is a, uh, a temple of Shaolin trained strange disciples that exist. Oh man! And our man, our, our man Wong has been the trainer of them. I can't wait to get Dope. that uh, collection. I got the hardcover. Shout the out real quick to uh, I Hate Fairyland number five. Who does that? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, about? some dude, some hack. Stepping up. But uh, we are. Uh, we were left. We were left off. Where upon the queen had, in an effort to finally be able to. To, to kill Gertrude had brought another little girl into the land to find the key because if she found the key and got home. It would negate the spell, which protects Gertrude and would allow that queen to kill her. Um, so what, what are you laughing at? David Burp. Oh, it's uh Gertrude versus the, uh, versus the other little girl. And, uh, and let's just say that, uh, sometimes things don't go according to plan. Of course not. Why should they? Exactly. Makes for great comics when they don't. Exactly. Especially at the hands of that man. Yes, sir. Disgustingly talented. Predonkulously so. Who did, by the way, and David's probably sick of hearing it by now, who did agree with me. As soon as that person said whatever they said on Walking Dead, I texted Scotty and I said, "Uh uh-huh, boom. And he's like, yep. Hmm. Agrees with me. It doesn't happen often, so I'm just going to take it. Give Ooh. it to me. Yeah. I don't get the text, Scotty. So that's fine. I'll live my heresy through you. Oh. You could text Scotty if you want to. Well, you I don't would have love it. No, I through the Facebooks. Uh, I did it through the Messenger. That's texting. Sure, sure, old man. For. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me recite the line uh, from the Neil Adams. I am. Um, I, s- I started reading uh, Harrow County number nine. About time. Yeah. Okay. But huh. I've been prodding you to read that for months. Yeah. It what? is a. Uh, it 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 is uh, illustrated by someone other than Mr. Tyler Crook. Yes, it is. I did not know that. Not that it's yep. not a. It it's still. It's fine. Um, I was just. Well, need to break. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm, I. Well, he still has time to script the tales of Harrow County and letter the issue. How much time does he really need? The, uh, but it's illustrated by, uh, Miss Carla Speed McNeil. Yes. Oh, nice. I find her very attractive. 
<laughs> See what I did there, David? <laughs> Jason's like, what? <sighs> did you know that um, Harold Connie's been uh, picked up by, by sci-fi? sci-fi. Yeah, Thanks, previews. No, that would be a cause for concern, if not for um, the zombie thing, which I think is very well done. Oh, Z Nation? Yeah, I like Z yeah, Nation. No, well, that that's fine. You're not the only person I know who watches it, but I every sci-fi show just has that that Roger Corman vibe. No, it's just it, um, lack of good special effects. And, yeah, Roger and, Corman, and, vibe. And, yeah, and. Uh, and not not so hot storytelling, but it's. Uh, I I wouldn't say that. You should watch Z Nation. Murphy's a trip. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. If you if you always wanted to see zombies getting mashed by a giant cheese wheel, watch Z Nation. Cool. Yeah. Who doesn't want to see zombies being mashed by cheese? I don't know. Is there anybody no who listens to this thing? No, can't be. Did can't you uh finally finish uh Twilight Children, Jason? No. Okay. Oof. Yeah, I know. Is that a condom condemnation? A little bit. Uh, dude, I I know listen, I I always feel awkward whenever Los Fernandez brothers get brought up because I'm clearly the only one of our crew that doesn't think that they're like some of the best creators of all time. God but water. this just another example of why I don't get it. It's hmm. mystifying to me. Well, I can't speak to it because I haven't read it, but I will have read it in about a month or two when the trade comes. Well, it looks great. It does. Yeah. It does. Darwin taking care of his business, but Darwin is a great. But the plot inexplicable. Yeah, completely imperme- impermeable. I don't know about that. We'll see. David, you were speaking to um, Jacked, right? A couple weeks yep. ago. Should I have ordered that trade? As of the what, third shaft issue, shaft? I would say yes. What did you say, Jason? Did you say Shaft? No, Jacked. 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 Oh, Jacked. Oh, yeah. No, I like I like Jacked. I've been a fan of almost all the re- Vertigo reboot. There was one that was offered in this this previews that I was just like, nah. The one about the self-help guru or something. What's it called? I'll tell you exactly as soon as I get to the page. Um, talk amongst yourselves while I find this. There you go. That's Jeopardy. It is. That's what does that have to do with? Oh, it's waiting. You're right. You're right. It's called Clean Room. Yeah, Clean Room. Is it good? Uh, I've only read the first two issues, but I like it so far. A question is, would I like it? Hmm. No. I made a good choice then because I did not order. Did you order Art Ops? Shit, yeah. Yeah, that's the jam. You'll love that. Of course I will. There's no question. The last couple issues. Mike Oliver and Matt Brundage? Yeah. But, um, so I'm picking and choosing. I can't wait till the last gang in town gets collected. Rufus Daglow? That's my shizzle. Simon Oliver wrote it. The guy that had to change his plans for exterminators once I figured out what he was doing. That's what it is. (laughs) He completely revamped it. (laughs) He did. He called up Tony Moore. He's like, Tony, scrap those pages. Yep. Vince figured it out. We gotta set another course for adventure. Hey, everybody. Thank you for being here with... Am I good in doing this? Yeah. Oh, it's okay. Thank you oh, for being here with us. You did ask. We, we implore you to join us next week because we'll be doing the same thing. Uh, as usual, this episode has been sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service. Now, we can't 
extol the virtues of the service and by telling you their massive discounts because we don't have anything specific to tell you. But rest assured, the discounts are going to be all over the place and they're going to be hella deep. So go to dcbservice.com and reap the rewards in your travels. I'm probably going to get scolded because I'm guessing that Jason talked about this in the past mm-hmm. and I'm all... As I'm only getting up on it now, but whatever Andy Clark is eating, I would like some of it because Replica from Aftershock is an absolutely gorgeous book. Did not talk about it. You didn't? Did David? No, not yet. No. Oh, okay. But you have read it. No. No. You've seen it. Yes. I'm aware of it. I have not read it. The pages are spellbinding. They're so gorgeous. It is. I, I, I'm not going to go into the story because this, the story is great, and I think it's one of those things that you should experience fresh. Like if I told you the the particulars, I would ruin it for you. But it is amazing. The design, the page layout, the, the drawing. Andy Clark is. Oh my God, this is gorgeous. There's. There, there's, there's something in a, in a glass container in this book. And, and the, they're trying to get this something somewhere. And this, this thing in the, in the, the jar communicates by, it writes sentences on the, ins- it, you need to see this because it, the, 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 the render, it's funny. It's raw, it's visceral, uh, but the, the 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 figure drawing is unbelievably gorgeous. My God, uh, character design, the 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 world in which these characters reside uh, de- reside is so beautifully fleshed out. Um, and of course, you know something happens to the thing in the jar, uh, and it's it's just wonderful to behold. Aftershock are surprising me. They are. I, I really haven't seen an aftershock and it's sexy. This book, there's, there's a, um, a very large woman and I don't mean thick, I mean tall in this book that you see her, you're just like, yeah, I would get on with that. Like too sweet. Um, like, uh, super zero, what I've seen of that, great stuff. Replica, great stuff. Um, American monster. Was, yes, we've talked about American monster. Uh, what, what's the, um, the one that's kind of like Rumble? Um, Strayer. Strayer. I like that. I just, everything that, that Aftershock has put out so far has been like, all right, this is legit. So get on Replica. Uh, for the, the record, Replica is written by, um, Paul Jenkins. Yes. <laughs> We've, yeah. Uh, he created it and wrote it. Andy Clark did the art. Um, Mar- Marcello Melo. Did the color, and Clayton Cowles is the letter. It's it's great stuff. You know what? I will see your replica and raise you a second sight from Aftershock Comics. Oh yes, yes, that too. This is written by David Hine. This has art by Alberto Monticelli. Jelly. Uh, he of um, DMZ. Correct. Well, he. There are pages here in this book where 
it looks like he could fill in for Simon Bisley or Kevin O'Neill quite easily. Mm-hmm. Um, it is of the Aftershock books I've read so far, the one that feels like a vertigo book the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a strange looking night breed esque in leather type character. Uh, Ray Pilgrim is, is your, is your hero of the story. Uh, and apparently he's somewhat of a celebrity because about 20 years ago, he was watching the news where, um, somebody was, uh, they had a, um, a body was found and Ray was in a, um, you would think he was like in, in a drug filled stupor. He, he and his, uh, woman had a bunch of other dudes in the house. Everybody was getting high. It really wasn't a clean and sober group, but he, um, Ray knows who, um, who did it, who, who, who killed the boy and, and, uh, uh, he Ray saw the murder happen, um, and he foolishly decides to call the cops. Not an anonymous tip or anything. Gives his name, and there's always that one little tidbit that the cops do not tell the media, and um, that one little tidbit is what Ray says. In the, um, and well, he's on the phone. So they invite him down to question him and they figure, okay, yeah, you're either an honest to God psychic or you're the person who did the murder. <laughs> um, and, uh, and we don't get much in the way of the story as far as, um, what happened after the interrogation. We kind of flash, we, we, we flash forward again to, to present day. Ray has a daughter, um, Mom does not let Ray and, uh, and, and his daughter really, uh, hang out together too much. Uh, Ray owns a bookstore. There's a, um, there's some, uh, Morton Downey TMZ type dude who is trying to, uh, who goads Ray into, um, into assaulting him and, and therefore he can get some hits on YouTube. It's, it's a crazy, but it doesn't feel anything like American Monster. It doesn't look anything like Replica. It doesn't, uh, seem like insects. It's just, it's, it's a crazy setup. That's another one I forgot. Um, insects. It's just, it's, it feels very British. It feels very vertigo. Uh, but I am, I'm hoping that we'll get a little more with the second issue as far as who, who some of these characters are, um, based on, on the art. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's just, it, it's strange. I, um, there's, yeah, I, I, I need to see where it's going. Um, it's a little Brenda McCarthy, a little bit, just a little. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I see a little McCarthy in it. Okay, I can see that. I like it, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, based on the hair on this dude, the, yeah, it's, some of it's a little, um, maybe a little confusing. It's, it, it, it may just be 
as it appears right right on the page and and there really isn't anything to to second guess or um maybe some characters look like other characters and and uh that could also be messing with you but it it's it's freaky as hell and i uh i'm going to check out the second issue there you go <laughs> why did you go there huh? one of the things i noticed about all of the Aftershock books, with maybe the exception of Strayer, they are wordy bitches. Yeah. There's a yeah, lot of, of a lot of dialogue, mm-hmm. a lot of exposition, a lot of narr. Yeah, but that's I I think of that as an asset. I, yeah, I, I think like that's that a intentional. lot. Yep. Uh, in your travels, two things. One, uh, again, we are now two weeks yee, away from C two E two in Chicago. You guys have fun. We will be descending. What? <laughs> what? I didn't hear you. What? You said you guys have fun. You guys have fun. <laughs> no, nah, it's not funny, dude. <laughs> I'm so bad. I'm so bad. Everyone, have no fear. Your favorite part of the show will, in fact, be in Chicago, despite his joking. Jason will be there. No. Yes, he will. Um, but right, Dap will be there. We would love to see you at the show. If we do, that'd be great. But in case you don't see us at the show, because it is crowded and you might not recognize us, uh, we will be having an official EOC get together on that Friday. Special thanks to our buddy Chris Revikant, local Chicagoan and listener and member of the community, who put together a EOC inspired get together last year in our absence. But uh was kind enough to set something up again this year with our presence. And uh, it will be at a bar called Lincoln Station on Friday. I uh, believe it starts at 7 p.m. right after the show ends. And we will probably be there to the wee hours. You can yep. count on not only us, but uh, lots of other friends and family of the EOC proper, uh, including all of our roommates for the weekend, which are about 17 of us. So, yeah, definitely come and check it out. It'll be a lot of fun. Um and then okay. on the comics tip, uh, I have had this in my, uh, on my iPad for a while, and I finally got around to reading the first issue, although I have the first three downloaded. It is from Panel Syndicate, which mm. is the BKV Marcos Martin web-based, uh, comics site, but it is not from them. It is the first offering of Panel Syndicate that is not by those creators. And that is universe yes. exclamation number one, the periodical of cosmic wonder by Albert hmm. Montes. I don't think this was my in your travels. Hmm? I talked about it when it came out, but I don't think it's, it's, I know. I think I was, I wasn't, I wasn't on the episode. That, yeah, that very well may be. Yes. How could that be? It, it happens. I miss one occasionally. Um, but, uh, <sighs> in echoing the Dapster's recommendation, this is, in essence, I haven't read Beyond the First Issue, but based on the back matter of the first issue, it's going to be a bunch of different stories that are loosely connected to one another. Uh, and in this first one, we are introduced to a man who works for, essentially, like, it's in the future, he works for kind of like a Mr. Spacely, who happens to be a decapitated <laughs> yes. zombie head who's been dead for a thousand years, but he's still animate. I'm in. And he sends the dude back to the beginning of time to create the universe... And during the first 13 minutes of creation to embed every part of the cosmic goop with this guy's trademark such that in the future oh. the guy can claim everything. I'm in. 
Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's very fun. I won't say what happens, but uh, it's super fun. It's uh, a very interesting and distinctive cartooning style. Very colorful book. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was great. I look forward to reading the next two issues as soon as I get a chance. Speaking of anthologies. Oh, I'm going to read them, too. Jason, did you read Island Number Six? Not yet. It's sitting. It's 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 near the top of my regime here right now, but it's not. Again, we're on that roller coaster. They'll put out a fantastic issue and then follow it up with like, what the hell did I just read? So six was good or bad? Not good. Mm. Not good at all. It it was it was a chore to read actually. Dang. Yeah. Not all of it. Um, I noticed, I don't know if you have, that they have switched from the square bound format to a just regular, you know, saddle stitched. Yeah, I guess that's to save money, right? I don't know. Whatever the, whatever the reason, I'm not liking it. <laughs> I like my square bound books. Especially when I'm going to spend seven. Bound, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, format. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if I'm going to spend seven ninety nine on it, I want it to be perfect bone. But they don't they don't see it that way. Um, uh, the the lead story is just baffling. It's um, anthropomorphic animals um, struggling with their sexuality. Completely lost on me. And it's like thirty pages, and I after I was done reading, I'm like. That ain't no Omaha. It, 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 it is not, not Omaha. It's, so it's, 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 it's yeah, it, it's Omaha in spirit. Um, but, uh, nah, fell, fell way short of the mark. No. I don't know. And I'm hoping you'll feel, I'm, I'd love to see what you say about this, but I, I just didn't like it. All right, but I'm going to stick with it. I'm not going to abandon um, Island entirely because the cover alone in the new previews is astounding. So I'm I'm on it, but that's that's the chances you take with the anthologies, right? It's true. You got to sacrifice something for the the uh, the, the various viewpoints and styles and and approaches. I can't even write. I'm trying to write. On my thing here, and my fingers don't want to do with this. I can't write. I got a new pop. Yeah, yeah. I've never played the game, but I'm guessing it's from. um, It's called Songbird. It's a it's a bigger one. It's from um, Infinity. What's the name of that? Um, Fallout. Whatever. I don't even know the game. But I, I like the design of the figure, so I bought it. But it's a huge piece of vinyl. Huh. Yeah. Songbird. I'm t- I think it's from Fallout. Let me do the Google while you're talking. You're not talking. Oh, was that RQ? RQ. RQD2? <sighs> Bioshock, sorry, it's uh-huh. not Fallout. It's Bioshock. In- oh, yeah, it's from that, uh, and it's just a beautifully designed figure, and it's got huge wings. It's heavy. It's the heaviest pop I think I own, 
It's 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 definitely heavier than the Godzilla. But do you own any of the big pops? Well, you got the 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 uh, Hulkbuster armor. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's heavy. That's some bitch. That's pretty big. Yeah, that's, that's this heavy. I think is is comparable in size to that. I can see it, but it's got the steampunk vibe going on, which I don't normally like. But the just the, the design of this character is really cool. So I and it was on sale at um, what the hell is it? Not um, EB Games, Electronics Boutique. What's it now? Oh shit! It's not. GameStop, yeah, yeah, it was on. It was on sale at GameStop for like ten bucks, so I bought it. I like it a lot. Noise. Yeah. I don't want to end this episode if you can't tell that already. You wrapped it up, dude. I did, but this is the part where we just just groove. We're just grooving. We just get our groove on. Yeah. Well, let's talk for a second. What are what are the goals uh, of C two E two aside from hanging out with each other and our buddies? Well, you tell me because you'll be there. You know, it's not funny. It's getting real old. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not even nah, getting close to old. funny, though, dude. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna be right, I'm gonna be real blunt. If you don't come to Chicago, I think I gotta be, I gotta quit the show. Oh, come on. Mm. You can, you can't quit me and you know it. If you didn't come to Chicago, I might be that hurt. Nah, son. I'm just <laughs> kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Come on, oh, son. Lord. Either way, we got a fat crib. We got good roommates. We're gonna have some good food, some good beverage. I can't wait to see Roland and what well, wait a minute, what am I talking about? Yeah, Roland's coming. <clears throat> I can't wait for you guys to hang with Roland and Freaky Tiki Pfeiffer. Well that Zach, Ben. Who do, who doesn't love our new our new our new possible Ben Bobby. Ramon? Oh, yes. It's gonna be it's gonna be a trip. And Dap and I are gonna be fucking lit because we're gonna get off the fucking first class having drank all the drinks. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know. Listen, one of the perks of flying first class is taking advantage of the free booze. Now that's all you can drink. Yeah, of course. They, they don't care. Nah, dude, they're 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 ready to get you lit. Get some pussy. <laughs> Depends if Dap's feeling generous. <laughs> I'm always up for pitching. Blanket, they'll they'll turn the other cheek. That's first true. Class. Yeah. Oh, it's Deadpool all over again. That's nice. <laughs> That'd be funny for Women's Appreciation Day. Oh, Stop, David. Calling me out. That's all right. You 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 know you're not seeing it because I, you gave it up for Lent. I I didn't give up anything for Lent. I really don't like flying. Like I hate it. Well, you know what? How could you do it all I the hate, time? I, I hate everything getting leading up to getting on the plane. I don't hate flying. I just hate the chore that it's become to get onto the plane. I hate flying. What do you mean? <laughs> Now, see, that's where you get yourself in trouble talking like that. Well, we're, this is not going on the air, is it? Yes, we're still rolling. No, dude, we're putting people on blast. You can't have it stay on going. Who are we going to put out? I didn't you say put, goodbye. You put Alan and Julian on blast. Uh, so I, all right, let me do this. <laughs> <clears throat> so now I got to edit this shit? Yeah. Yes. Well, you got to put a timestamp on the Walking Dead stuff anyway. Ah, fucking ducky. All right, three, two, one. All right, everybody. Thank you for being here once again. Um, we implore you. If you enjoyed what we've talked about in this episode, or even if you didn't, if you just had a good damn time, please leave us a review on iTunes or uh, a comparable service, wherever you download this from. And um, as usual, say good night. David. Good night.
David. Ooh, I like the little cling of the glass. That was nice. You like that? That was hot. I hit it with it. Nobody did the drum roll, though. I wasn't a drum roll. I just little tiny fingers. You can't. It wasn't that loud. Was it? Here, bro. Not as loud as you're typing, but. Vince, since you rarely go to cons anymore, is there any, like, comics or art you're looking to get? Any? We're going to look for Rummy pages. What? Oh, my God. I got to get up. Um, yeah, Grummet pages would be great, but what I would look for, should I choose to go there, is, um, I would like to fill some holes in my Legion collection. I'll fill some holes. Do, um. Oh, it's dirty. I, yeah, I think I, I want to look for oh, some yeah, we, issues, yeah. too. The, yeah, um, um, um. What about the chaos? Is Paolo going to be there? Yes, sir. Yes, excellent. I'm not buying no original art. If I can buy a hundred books for the, the price of what I'd pay for a page, I'm getting a hundred books. Paolo's going to have my Pacelli Domino up in there. I, I respect the original art, but no. Nah, He's going to have my Corsmith Nova page up in there. He's going to have my Scott Hepburn Domino up in there. I live vicariously through you. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I don't know. I'd rather have the books. I got the books. Is that wrong? Is that wrong? No, I got the books too, dude. I got it all. <laughs> Living large. It's not an either or, my friend. <laughs> this is so much fun. Uh, Will, Will Pfeiffer texted me, or he Facebooked me today, direct the messenger. He said, you do know Supergirl's going to be at C2E2, right? It's like, I felt like saying, dude, I'm going. Most okay. Bendis, dude. Oh, she's such That's a cutie. I weekend. think the Lucha Libre guy's canceled, though. Yeah, Supergirl's going to be there. That's all I need to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's... She is... A, 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 she is so pretty. She is boring. Oh, my God. And every time I see her, I'm like, whoever did the casting on this should be given a fat, thick bonus because she is perfect. <laughs> yes, whenever I see her. I think of Elizabeth Slater, I'm like, nah, son. Well, she Look plays her this. mom on the show. Helen Slater. Helen Slater. Did I say it? Oh, I Helen a little bit. Helen Slater. She plays mom. Dean Kane plays dad. And there is a rumor that, is, that when Superman does finally appear for real on the show, that it may right. be Tom Welling. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's weird uh, seeing but you saw, play, uh, play uh, the Adam now. Oh. Yeah, Brandon Routh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, they're doing that. Um, what is it? Legends, Legends of, of Tomorrow. Um, yeah. Now, yeah. This past this past week on Supergirl, the enemy. What man? Jesus, Vince! I really wish you were watching this fucking show because if Netflix had it, I would oh, watch dude, it. It's got to have more but, than a season before Netflix. Has stop! 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 I did set the DVR to record Supergirl. Okay. So, did you, it does do they show older ones? Uh, they might. If they do, I'll catch up. If they don't, I'll just have to wait till the season is over and they start showing reruns until I can start oh, watching it. Do they still do reruns? It's the the, yeah. the, the character they introduced. I'm not going to spoil it. Tell me. Get me to watch it. Well, it's she has two names in the episode. How much is how much is too much to drink? There is no such thing. Never. No, I mean, so this is like they don't have the amount of ounces on this fucking bottle. It's big. 1.5 liters. Oh, shit. Sky from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be there, too. Mm-hmm. And I drank about half of it. So and it Supergirl's uh, sister. So is our man um, that plays uh, Deathlock. Oh, nice. J. Death- August Richards. Cool. Yeah. Wait. Back up. John Cusack. John Cusack? Yeah, Cusack's going to be there. 
right. oh, I, I may have to get. I may. I may actually have to get Melissa's autograph. I don't know yet. Um, do, so I get within like a hundred feet of her. They're gonna have to call security. Why don't we see if we can like let her like do like a candid photo with us, like an Eiffel Tower or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that would be epic. See, and you wonder why we have the reputation we have. Oh yeah, because of her, yeah. yeah. She's so pretty though. Sure. I'm just admiring her. She is, she's beautiful. I have to tell you guys something after, uh, off air, but. I the, thought we were the, off air. We're not off air yet, because oh, we didn't Lord. say bye. We did say goodnight. <laughs> say bye. I even right. goodnight, David. Peace out, people. That's rushed. Dap said goodnight, David, with the extra long pause in the- He did, he did say goodnight, David, but this is the part where we say goodbye. Well, <laughs> it's 15 minutes of goodbye. Am I? Am you I better hate your ass off tonight. No, I don't think so, dude. I'm gonna take that other shit out. Yeah. Good lord. Say good night. Bye. Good night. Hey, bye. Bye. Go home. We look. Oh man, that's just like that's rude. Talk to you next week. week. Call me. Say it with say it with love, Dave or Jason. Good night. Bye. <laughs> so poor. <forced. laughs> These nuts. <laughs> Dude, my son does that all the time. Renee does it all the time. No, and I can't yell at him. I'm like, why did you leave your sweatshirt on the floor? <laughs> nuts. Got him. Got him. And I, I just like, all right, just go. Little bastard. Here. Coach Oppy. Oh, good lord. <laughs> I don't get the smosh. I don't get it. Oh, smosh 2.0? Any of the smosh. Yeah, my they're, they're, so. You're screaming over it. And I'm just like, this is not funny. Yeah, it's just like that. stupidity. All right, but good night, people. Totals. Good night, y'all.